There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to grow. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. Uh, I am uh, your host and referee, as always, Mike. And today I am joined by Hot Sherlock Holmes, JW. Hey, Jay. How you doing, buddy? Hi. I wear goth emo clothes mm-hmm. because that's what Sherlock Holmes would do mm-hmm. if he was a Victorian dandy, which he already was. And that, that's not thank true. You. He, he's nothing like a dandy. You take that back. Also, yeah, he's not. He just does coke and parties and maybe has a bit of the tism. Uh, I'm also joined by what I can only assume is the AI disabled version of Hooked on Phonics Permabot. Uh, it's Ethan. Oh, Jesus. How you doing, oh, my Ethan? God. Damn. Fucking hell. What's a disabled <clears throat> version of a thing that helps you learn to read? Exactly. What's incredible here is that Mike didn't go for any of the weird sexual assault things that he could have. No, man, listen, episodes. if I don't if I don't keep you on your toes, then what's the point of me being here? You can just chat GPT me in, you know? That's True. a good point. Respect what I'm yeah, going to say. We're not That's creating what I tell everyone at this house all the time. I go if I. They're like, I thought you would have made this joke. Well, if I did, then I might as well not be here because what's. I the thought point? you were going to say he went to the doctor and now he's a little bit less good at peeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. That's not did a you bad know one. that the only way you can be a good artist is if you have trauma? Is to be a psychopath. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. Like that's the only way to do it. Start cut off his ear or something. I don't know. Where's that? Goddamn shrinks I, these days. Always I taking the crazy out of people. Don't they know I need a new fucking album this year? <laughs> uh, that's, you know, anyway, in case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch today. Ethan is supposed to defend Gene of AI and Jay is supposed to defend um, uh, Moriarty the Patriot deals. Part 2, a.k.a. Undead Murder Farce Girl. Uh, however, <laughs> Moriarty the um, Patriot sans catch Moriarty. Catches catch us on... <laughs> Uh, social media at Crappy and Amy and SD. But, uh, fellas, uh, I hear there was some talk in the before times, a.k.a. the, the preamble. Um, you were there. Okay. Ethan, oh, you don't this ha- is for the fans, oh, isn't it? Boy. Oh, my, no, my bad, my bad. You know Sorry. what, Ethan? You we're not recording. Both. Jay just gets we're to sit back and relax. Oh, oh well, that's going to be boring. Now, Jay, no you wanted to switch, that. did you not? Did you want to bring this before a council? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I want to bring it before the council that I really zoned the fuck out while watching... Uh, undead murder farce <laughs> and Moriarty was never on screen. And yes, he I was. was. Just getting more upset. He was. Yes, at the he end. was. Yeah, sort of. barely. He was never. Oh, really he's on about screen. to Honestly, be on screen. Honestly, I forgot he was on screen, and for all I know, I might have was that even part. Frankenstein's Frankenstein's monster was on screen. I there do was, remember Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> he was yeah, handing he was things to Moriarty in that scene. He was handing him lots of stuff, <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I don't know. What, I, we just don't understand. I watched this wrongly. No, Jay's just. Jay has some Moriarty-related trauma yeah, ever since he watched get, Sherlock Holmes. I think he just doesn't want to be okay. let down. Um, but I, I yeah. watched this basically. I wish twice. I got Sherlock Holmes's Game of Shadows version of Moriarty. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Just we don't. I get some rich asshole who won't get his own fucking shit off the no, shelf. No, that's not what I think. I mean, but Sherlock. Anyway, Sherlock fine. does the like the eye fucking that Moriarty and Sherlock <laughs> did. So Ethan, because definitely uh, does. Because Jay because Jay has proposed. They don't even have mental sex. They just. I fuck each other. Mike, shut up. We're talking about Sherlock Holmes. First of all, I love Sherlock Holmes too, as directed by uh, you know Michael who. Bay. I don't even know. No, uh, it, it's the fucking snatch guy, guy. Ritchie. 
Guy Ritchie. Oh, what? Wait, wait, really? It's directed by yeah. the guy that did yeah. wow. Guy Ritchie okay. directed both of those. Uh, wow, both right. of them. Both of them. Both of them. Man, what is, what is this both of them? Anyway, you talking about? Eat this. I don't know. I'm trying to be nice to you, but if you don't knock it off. I'm oh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. I said because JW has requested, and therefore I won't deny him. Uh, his request and allow oh, so him. It's, it's not being nice it, to me. It's right. being nice yeah, to no, Jay. No, no, but here's cool. here's a little tail off a little something nice. You can choose which of you goes first. Uh, uh, I think no, that... JW, what did I just say? What did I just say? I feel like the rules are very I thought you were saying the royal you. As in me. Ethan, both of you get to decide which of you, Royal, which of you, Ethan, goes first. Okay, so. I like how in that scenario, Jay's like, wait, so like every week. No, it's the the Royal you. Royal you, aka just JW, gets to decide which of you. But actually, just Ethan goes first. So basically, the sentence is, JW says Ethan goes first. Okay. Oh. We did it. All right, yeah, we can we can have Jay go first because you know let's let's take oh, his okay. uh, his energy as it like is is present because he's not going to know undead murder for us later. Uh, so I'm glad know. my desires align with that of the crown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, so, Jay. Uh, Gene of AI. Yeah, what do you got? Gene of AI. As I said the last time we talked about this show, uh, fun not so fun fact. I did my like senior dissertation on artificial intelligence and so like this show was basically made to piss me off and uh (laughs) every single episode was basically worse than the last at coming up with a premise that someone who probably doesn't know how to do anything other than write on a speaking spell uh thinks ai might fuck up in the future but actually it's something that's fucked up now and then proceeds to just endorse the fucked up thing every single time it's pretty fascinating so yeah. in episode four, it's called Four Cases. There's only two. I want to point that out right now. There's only two cases. I don't know what well, four cases they're fucking wait, talking no, cause about. Wait, no, because it's... I remember three for sure. It was... Because there there's, was the there's nurse the and the doctor. the post-nut clarity button. The nurse and the doctor. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, what the are we nurse talking and the doctor, is, she wait, wait, does wait, wait. the... Hold on. How many cases? What, which, which case count are we confused It's called about? the Four Cases. Oh, it's in called this, Four episode. Cases. Okay. I don't only remember two. There's the post nut clarity button, and Definitely, there's yeah. the um, uh, well, there's wh- his hot his, his hot boyfriend, right? Isn't hot, he in this episode? Yeah, 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 the boyfriend, boyfriend. the the boy, yeah, that that was this one, right? Or was it the next one? I think it was this. Wait, one. wait, 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 wait. Which hot no, boy? tuning was the kid about? who's too autistic to play piano. Yeah, that's episode four. Five. Oh, I, honestly, that kid has the borderline personality disorder. For being honest here. Uh, yeah, yeah, cases. yeah, that that was the one with the boyfriend who slept around, and that's what made yeah, him so that was desirable. One. His flippancy, so to speak. Yeah. Well, what and was this? The, the other case episode? was no, 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 no. No, that's no, six. that's episode six. Oh God, man. six Dude, I, is. God, the, are you guys the ready? Robot that looks like. Oh, Mega you watched this two weeks. Ago. Well, I'm talking about. I'm talking about shit. the doctor's hot boyfriend. The doctor's the, hot boyfriend only have happens to be more in the guy that like that the happens guy in the that, like, AI thing. Him out against the wall when he goes, "You come in here with your blood and guts all the time," and he's like, "You can <laughs> do surgery on me." That was the AI thing. That, that was the simulation. That yeah. was one of the. That was one of the nurses. That was to me. That was a case. It was about the nurse and the doctor. He draws his own blood in the beginning. Does that count as a case? I don't. He wants to figure stuff out, Jay. I'm just asking. They don't even talk about it. He just says, "I'm going to run some tests," and then he cuts away. And then at the end, he goes, "Now that we have, but actually, I'm going to run some tests." tests. 
<laughs> he doesn't run any tests. He's like, we don't get any vial, results. I'm so going to run talk some tests. It. And then at the end of the episode, think, there's only one vial. He goes, you know, with that extra blood, I think we should run, run some, some tests. tests. <laughs> yes, it was I very think the cases are just like four scenarios is maybe another way of saying it. Because like the, the first scenario is pretty clearly the doctor and the nurse. I'm going like, to go back and nurse, skim this like, and try to find it. I want to know for yeah, sure. Yeah, all right, all right, go for it. But like the nurse talks to her friend who is clearly in love with her. And the nurse is like, I basically want to eye fuck the doctor, but I can't do it. So then right. the nurse's and friend she, makes the AI her, video. Her nurse's friend has the very, very normal suggestion of why don't you just illegally paste his head onto porn? And yes. she goes, what? But, but that's clearly case. Do you case, do that? To me, She's that's like, clearly yeah. case one. Did you know about this thing called called uh, uh, illegal uh Deep fakes of porn? She goes, no, I've never heard of that. It's the year 2050,000, and I've never heard of this fake pornography you, you speak of. What, what is that? Just, oh, it's this cool thing where people make up something about you that's sexual in nature, and then they jerk off to it, and that's it. Huh. And you're like, well, wow, that, sound that sounds cool. like it was illegal in 2019. Uh, back in the dark days when this shit was invented. And she goes, yeah, it was. And it's illegal now, too. You want to go do it? <laughs> she goes, um, it, sure, dude. I guess, as I've never heard of it. I fully endorse this. And go, wow, this is great. Uh, so, yeah, she goes into her apartment, and she shows her two anime versions of what is essentially uh, like shoujo porn, or what do they call that? It's yaoi, but for men. I always forget what it's called. Oh, that, there's only one of those, I thought. Well, yeah, but they're all kind Yuri? of like that. Yuri? No, yeah, Yuri is between girls. Yeah, Yuri is It's yaoi when now. it's between men. Oh, yaoi. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, I thought, well, I thought point... he was just trying to get to the other word of yaoi, which is Yuri, but he meant yaoi. Is oh, that what we're that's, saying? That's fair. He okay, actually, okay, yes, it is, I did okay. mean the thing that I said. Yeah, you, you were like, yeah, it's yeah, yaoi, yeah. but for men. I was like, sorry, well, the only other thing is Yuri, but really what you're saying is yaoi. It's a classic problem that I have. It's a classic of will they, won't they? Does he know it? Wait, wait, Jay, just to put a pin in that and go back to the thing you shared in Discord. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because it has to do with it. It's how I attended an all-guys mixer. <laughs> and the person yeah, person quoted said, what if we combined Yowie and Yuri and made some kind of effed-up genre where we ship men with women? <laughs> yeah, so basically that's this what is it was. A the, growing the artificial genre pornography <laughs> is when where women uh, uh, cross-dress as men and then date men. In this is, you the guys most, don't even know I'm how big straight of a genre with this is. Step, with extra steps. This is definitely a, a much bigger genre than just this it's, one thing. It's I straight you. bait from Arrested Development, where uh, they make what's her face, her put on a mask that looks like Joel, so Joel can fuck himself, or Job, not Joel. Oh my God, is that in the later seasons? No. no, it was in one of the other ones. It it was a oh. Uh, oh God, I forget her name. I like everybody else in the show. You, you know, Egg, <laughs> and something. <laughs> Egg. <laughs> Egg. <laughs> Egg. <laughs> so Whatever. loud. All right. So anyway, back to the plot. So oh, yeah. just just to be clear, the whole point of this particular episode was sort of what makes somebody attractive. And the nurse lady, uh, she's got the hots for the doctor. So yep. she looks up illegal deep fake porn. Uh, nobody, including the show, at ever p one point like questions the ethics of this, really. And just simply goes on to say, oh, well, you know, it's kind of fucked up to watch porn of somebody you know. But at the same time, everybody's doing it because it's the hip new thing. 
Yeah. And, you know, or what what do you like about it? And she goes, oh, well, I don't like anything about it because it doesn't act like him at all. And then yeah, they proceed not, not to... Not really calling out the problem of doing it to begin with. Just yeah, it, it doesn't it's, act yeah, it's like it. It's not the problem like of it consent it's, it's not good enough. It's not well yeah. done enough. That's my problem. If it knew his emotions, yeah. that would be even better. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great and wonderful thing where they don't consider the consent angle whatsoever. And instead, they just talk about how it's kind of weird to watch porn of somebody you know, because chances are the AI doesn't get it right. And then, of course, later on, they go and they walk that statement right back and actually say, no, it's really, really good. It actually is exactly like them. Great. So you mean in one of the other cases? Yeah, well, I think I I think this is the third case that I forgot about, which is the little boy in high school who is making uh, a deep fake porn of one of his classmates and going yeah, on dates yeah. with a yes. virtual girlfriend yes. and he calls only her to or only to accidentally let the name of the AI robot slip while dating the real person and the the cringiest fucking L of all goddamn time yeah i mean th- so this one like this one actually sort of works for the message that it wanted, though, I Sort thought. of, except that the girl just is like, ew, right, you're creepy, it's... and that's it. She basically yeah, says he's creepy in the same way that he would have been creepy if he was just watching porn. And it's like, it doesn't uh, really address the porn angle. She just says, oh, you played that porn game that everyone's talking about because you can put real people in it with a mod. And he goes. This this scenario also gave us the one of my favorite tropes that we have found in anime, where the bad guy, quote unquote, is the one that's like right and that like you empathize with. There's no actual like, there's no framed bad guy here, but one of the like main characters' friends is like the big tough kind of like non sympathetic bully type. Or he's not a bully; he's just like a brute, I guess. And, like, he's implied to be dumb. And he's the only character that we meet, pretty much, that is like, hey, this is kind of fucking weird. Like, you know, you can do this AI thing with people you don't know, but, like, mm-hmm. it's weird that you would ever choose to do it with someone you know. That's fucking gross. Like, you're you're taking something from them. So, like, the show clearly knows that a person could react like this um, and that maybe you should react like this. But as usual in anime, they make the character that is supposed to be non-empathetic be that person. Like, it's the exact, like, opposite of what you think it should be. It's very weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's framed very, very poorly. Uh, Basically, yeah, like you said, its framing is such that there is no pushback against the actual porn angle. There is, or, or the deep fake angle, there's only pushback against the porn angle. And then, like, his resolution is that he goes back to just dating the fucking robot again. And it almost tries to make it, it almost frames it in a way where it's like, it's the girl's fault for not being understanding. Like, oh, if she had just understood what he was going through and why he was nervous, it would have been fine. You know, they, they could have just had a normal date. And it's like, no, no, that's not really what that is at all. No. So it's funny too, because this thing could have existed in like, let's say that you remove the end, right? Where like he goes back to like dating the the AI essentially. Mm -hmm. And let's say he ends it with just like being sad and like obviously being publicly embarrassed as he should be, which is fine. Like not like ruin his life. He did a fuck up, but like he's a kid, like you fuck up in weird horny ways when you're a kid. Yeah, Um, Yeah. But like if it had ended with just him being like, 
you know, if I had just asked her out, she probably would have said yes because she asked me out. And like when I was with her, I was really calm because she's just a person. Like she's just a normal person that is right. very easy to get along with. Like that's not a not a perfect story, but like it's relatively uplifting for this kid to be like, okay, that was a fuck up, but I learned my lesson. I should treat women like people. And like yeah. that's it. Like that's yeah. that's a self-contained sci-fi story that like has a lesson. Doesn't mean it's good, but it has a lesson that's useful. Right. So None of I'd, that though. None no, I mean happens. it's completely ruined at the end. Like I mean I meant what I said earlier. I think that this little case, whatever we want to call it, most of this was serviceable. They just drew the absolutely worst conclusion from it. Well, I mean not, maybe well, not the worst. I'm sure they could do it's worse. It's reminiscent of well, not not in like theme, but in that kind of like they were going for a good story and then they're like, "Well, guess we'll just make the ending bad." Well, like in Rent a Girlfriend, <laughs> where you're sort of having yeah, yeah. you have such a great storyline and character development and at the end they're like Nah, J.K. is still a piece of crap MC, and we're going to make another season where he's still the same guy. And it's like, all right, well, then you didn't really tell a story, did you? You just you had a great <laughs> yeah. beginning and middle, and you were building up to what could have been something really interesting. And you were like, ah, right. what if we just didn't do any of that and instead just kept the MC being a piece of trash? And it's like, okay, I guess, but what is anyone supposed to take away from all this then? Like, what is the point yeah. of people creating these animes where you build up a good beginning and middle so like you at least comprehend what is a problem or could be a problem and then you go nope we're blind to it hear no evil see no I, evil i really think it just comes down to they have to still appeal to like their fucking audience they yeah. they can't just walk up to the fucking poor guy and say hey you're a piece of shit for literally what you did you don't deserve to go on a date with anyone until you change because the, their fucking audience is probably jerking it to AI porn of these characters right now. It, yeah. So it's, it's, it's just deaf ears. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. No, I think this is fair. Like, you, um, you can see this at the end, too, because the last... I could be wrong, but I think the last case, big quotes on this, is that, like, the nurse's friend clearly has the hots for the nurse. Um, and she makes a joke at the very end, like... Hey, I made one of those AI videos with us in it. Like, haha, do you want to watch it? And the nurse is like, What? No. What? Like, I, I would. And she's like, Oh, hey, JK. I've and got like, porn of you back here. Want to see? Yeah. Great. Said nobody yeah. living or dead. And like, it, it would be one you thing if it ended. Nuts? Again, it'd be one thing if it ended there where like you have this pitiable person who has unrequited love but is doing like the worst thing you could possibly do with it. But like it doesn't connect to the rest of the story. It's just like they by connecting actually it makes it worse. By connecting it to the rest of the story, you're saying that this is like a viable way to have unrequited love. Particularly because they make this character gay. So like you know, I don't know. I, I assume Japan, based on everything we've watched just in anime and, like, being the world we live in, probably isn't super friendly to queer people. So, like, if that's what? the case... Yeah, crazy, right? Like, huh? in America, if you did this exact same thing in America, I'd have the same criticism. Like, if you made a queer person who is closeted, who clearly likes someone, do this, like, sexually I've repulsive thing behind closed you doors... Want to see. Yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, I it's it's just gross and like you don't have to do that. Like you you're making this character, you're telling me that I should be pitying this character. But like I don't want to pity her because she's doing this pretty repulsive thing. 
And like, is it enough yeah. to like die for? No, it's not. Like, it's it's a fuck up. But like, but it's still repulsive. You shouldn't do this. Like, it's just gross. So I don't know. There's a lot of problems with it. And yeah, I as usual with the show, it it, it comes up with like the exact opposite solution. And I uh, and you and I debated this last time, but I think that these episodes really ice in the fact that this show thinks that it's creating a gray space and it's just not. Yeah. Like, yeah. exactly. It, it, like it with the trans person where it's like, it thinks that it's being inclusive and like it's, it's trying to portray something good, yeah. but yeah. the way that it does it is so bad and so ham fisted that it's just right. It's just embarrassing. Yeah. The, the frame, they think their framing is positive or not even positive, just like gray. Like they, they think that they're yeah. trying to do a good job and show that like the world is hard and right. And, and the grayness of it just <laughs> further serves to illustrate the fact that it's like, Oh wait, no, actually you don't, you don't understand your own medium. And as a result, you can't even like navigate this without coming off as a giant piece of shit. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just pathetic. Yeah, I mean, this one, again, this one didn't, like, I, I, I like you said, I don't think Gene of AI pissed me off as much as it did for you, because I, I saw what they were going for. They just clearly don't have the ability to execute on it. Um, like, the, honestly, the one, of the, all the cases that are in this one, number uh, number three, I guess, the Clarity Switch one, we hinted at this, but, like, it's got to be the worst. Like, yeah, I, no, it is the this worst This terrible. Ever. So now that we're done talking about those Four quote unquote. Wait, you don't cases. do you want to break down the clarity switch real quick? We didn't really dive into it. Like Oh, the clarity switch is kind of dumb. So, all right, all right. Well, let's just let's just talk about like the overall message here. So one of the other things, and all of these were basically dealt dealing with in some ways love and what it means to like love a person and where it comes from. So all of the different people in all their different cases all had an issue where like something was wrong with whether or not they could feel love or whether or not they could uh, like be loved or something like that. Express and they all it, went like to whether him. they felt they had the ability yeah, to express yeah. and, it. And they all went to the good doctor to try to fix themselves with that. And the problem is in each and all of these cases, the show can't seem to tread the concept of love without a simultaneously making everybody involved seem like, like just an actual subhuman piece of shit and how <laughs> and they express their love and how they give it. And also just the dumbest pieces of shit of all time because it's trying to very, very wrongly conflate the concept of like giving something up for somebody yeah. to like basically lobotomizing yourself. Yeah, and it's what kind just of doctor insane. would ever do this? Like if if a couple came in, first off, a couple probably wouldn't come into a doctor for this, but yeah, a couple comes no. in and says like, hey, he keeps cheating on me. Can you do something to help me? Or actually, <laughs> she doesn't do ask for it. Something. He asks yeah, he asked for it. It's like if well, only he you does could it as a last ditch effort to save the relationship. Yes, because yeah, 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 yeah. he's cheated yeah. more than <laughs> once. And it's this a, fucking <laughs> this fucking throw rug, this goddamn welcome mat, getting her fucking <laughs> feet wiped on on a daily basis. She's like, I'll I'll leave you this time for sure, for sure, uh, this time. And he goes, but baby, it's, baby, it's the Facebook. I can change if it wasn't for this dang pinor. It's the Facebook equivalent <laughs> of like that girl making her like significant other wear a shirt that says like I cheated and this is what I get but they're still together it's like what but they're still he's together just, yeah, he's like, just gonna yeah, cheat yeah, again yeah. like I don't understand why like, would I why, just why are you guys still <laughs> together stop that why would I put up with that <laughs> like even if I did cheat it probably means in some degree that I'm not happy with you yeah. why would I put up with this 
excruciatingly bizarre but, punishment. But that's what's weird is like just they to do stay it. With yeah, your that's ass. what I mean. They do it because I feel like it's yeah. a well, I can have my cake and eat it too moment. Where okay, I, is I mean, it though? I, I, I'd rather I think, I'd rather no, I never wear them, that though. shirt that have sex ever but that, again. But that's what I mean. You're right. You wouldn't. But these people clearly don't <laughs> mind Damn, it. You bro. know, like they're like, oh hey, like. She's gonna stay with me to have sex with me, and I can cheat on her. And the most I'll have to do is wear a shirt and tells people I cheated on her. Do you but think? Who do you makes, think he thinks like? Do you think he thinks like if he goes to the club with that shirt on, they'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh he's available. a bad boy." He's a bad boy. <laughs> Oh I really want to see a piece of media where, like, the guy is like, I've been cheating on you. And she's like, oh, that's terrible, but, like, I, I still accept you. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, have more respect for yourself. I don't want to be with you. I just, and then just breaks yeah. up with You know her. what's funny? Yeah, like, like, I, I just like, oh, I just what the fuck? Watched, you um, bitch. But the, it was on last night. They, they watched Not Another Teen Movie, which is just a play on all the other teen movies. But at the end, Chris Evans' character what? is, like, stealing, like, beats from, like, teen romantic movies. Like, 10 Things I Hate About You and whatever. Yeah. And at the end, he's like, you know what? Actually, you should probably just leave because I think at the end of this, like, I'm just, you know, you and I are going to get into an argument. I'm going to cheat on you. We're going to be like doing all this. He's like, you should just go. And she's like, I'm not falling for that, idiot. You clearly stole that one. We're together forever. (laughs) It's like, it's that exact scene. (laughs) He's like, you know what? Actually, I don't think we're going to be good together. No, we're great. Okay. Damn. Sure. Uh, I didn't think great, he would be dude. asked and answered that quickly, but uh, yeah, that that really covered that one. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I just watched it last night. What a what a weird movie. That's all. I That's can fantastic. Say. Uh, anyway, continue on. There you go, Ethan. Uh, yeah. What were we? Clarity switch. Oh yeah, yeah. So he comes in basically for a lobotomy, and a doctor, a doctor, like theoretically a perfectly. Analogous doctor for a normal doctor. A perfectly right? like just, human doctor with human things. Doctor, and doctor, human doctor. Music. And he just says, I will give you either a chemical to lobotomize you or lobotomize you literally so that way you can uh, no, just no, no, it's fine. be it's, horny when you want consent. to or not. He's got the switch. Yeah. <laughs> he, so he gives the, also, installs a switch behind his ear that whenever he pushes it, he will he, he will overwhelm his lust. He will override his lust temporarily so that he can make a rational decision. And this is what's necessary for him to live and not apparently, and I quote, fuck everything that moves. <laughs> which, which also, like, he's sitting on the same the... beach. He's sitting on the same beach as the guy from Shutter Island going, Yeah, we got the same problem, bud. You know, your wife kills yeah. your kids and I just can't stop sleeping around. Guess I we'll can't get lobotomies stop together. Stop fucking and sucking. Am I right? Woo! Let's go, boys. High fives the ghost. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, this dude like also is giving the the tacit uh, the tacit affirmation that uh, all men basically literally can't control themselves around women. Like you yeah, and, and need also a switch not, to not be horny right. and like and not also fuck not people. The women, like, okay. not the women who also fuck him. Because oh, they're honey. they're not involved. They're not honey, involved. Can you, the can women you please turn on my libido cheating. tonight. No, <laughs> do that thing you do where you poke the button behind that ear that literally turns me on. I love it. <laughs> um, great, <laughs> man. I th- this is another one of those things where it would be fun in like a different show. Like you could make an episode of Twilight Zone about this if like Twilight Zone was like lewd, right. but you know. You could have done this. Like there, there's absolutely space oh, to yeah. play with this concept. Like, like even little things like um, 
this one sort of works. He's at the bar and he's like clearly getting drunk. And there's a woman he's talking to. And he's like, I perceive this woman as like flirting with me over the top. I'm obsessed with this woman. And he pushes the button and it like the entire animation ch- style changes. And she just looks like a woman having a conversation with him. So like that Which is a she funny sort joke. Of already looked like before. So that, that's the other thing. The like, the horny vision wasn't particularly horny. They're just drunk at a bar and someone's like, ooh, you seem cool. Like, she says something that's not really that horny and it's just very passive. And, and he goes, uh, my decision making, right. help. Uh, do you want to refill but that's my glass? Work uh, and something else. Turn it off. <laughs> Would you like a lemon with that? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and great. Like, I, I like could my work in another show. Dirty. It just doesn't. No, it, oh, no. It just no, no, doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. Do you want to muddle right. my drink? <laughs> He's dead. Just on the <laughs> He's muddled he it. Can't handle it. How could he do it? <laughs> well, yeah. this all wraps out whenever we realize that apparently the woman was only interested in him because he cheated on her. And I, and and I like, quote, the jealousy was all that held our relationship together. Said no human living or dead. Thank I, I you for coming to I, my t- TED Talk. Every once in a while, people will string some words together, and they are smart words, and I have to, like, pause and rewind and, like, you know, or, like, in a conversation, be like, <laughs> you get, hey, can you, you get could you say that again? Like, I, I, need, to, get I need to make sure. And that's the, the, yeah, this one I was like, hold on. No, that, that that's stupid, right? And I, like, rewound it, and I was like, no, that was really stupid. Yeah, okay, never mind. Like that that wasn't like a Hold profound comment. Just, like I did he just Wow, he did. <laughs> he went yeah, for it. That just very dumb. Very yeah, dumb man. Uh, quite something. Yeah. It also, like as per usual, um uh in most media ever, the woman has no agency whatsoever. <laughs> like I am here only because I otherwise I will lose the man. Also, now the man has become the thing that quote unquote I said I wanted. But uh, now I still can't have him because there are reasons, just there are reasons, because, you know, he's not into me. So now I can't be into him. And you're like, okay. curses, curse this libido. Ah, she had a headache. She had a headache. They I even do that shit. Like, oh, God. Everything about it was so stupid. <laughs> it was great. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a great time. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we're done with the love one. Again, they they managed to turn She's every single one of these people into just like loveless hell holes, and just makes me feel like well. So like your solution to this bad relationship was to lobotomize yourself. You think life is better. It's not. You get broken up with. Your life gets worse, but also kind of better. And at the end of it, he doesn't even take it off. He's just like, no, I I want the button. I want to keep the button. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he doesn't take it off. <laughs> he doesn't even get rid I of the button. I didn't even remember that it's still on there yeah what the it's, fuck? it's fucking crazy i i mean there's another one of these in a in a later episode i think it's in episode five or six i don't remember but like where the dad like has his his fucking old thoughts of being an alcoholic removed and they're like yeah this is better and like that one at least you're like oh like so he got therapy and like no that's not the case but like <laughs> Like that one, you can sort of understand wanting to like seal a part of your life away so you can move on. But this guy's just like, no, I, I'm going to keep the lobotomized. Like it wasn't the relationship that was the problem. It truly was my inability to control myself around women. That was it. Also, at that point, you should just have the fucking button made permanent. Like if you're if you never turn that thing on again, like just admit the fact that apparently you're dangerous around women. I and it, and it just takes all the agency out of it too. Where you're just like, I can't yeah. control my penis. I just fuck things. Like, man, 
Shut up. This just felt like like some fucking horny ass rapist wrote this, and they were like, "I need a button, help! I need a button. I can't control myself. It, it's an I mean, addiction." It definitely feels like that. Like, like yeah, they don't. Right. It's never forced. Like we should mention that. I don't think we saw anything in there that shows he is forcing himself on anyone, but it absolutely is written no, from the perspective of he is a rapist. It's, like. It's, it's perspective of someone who's got like sex addiction, but they they yeah. only they only think sex addiction means that you jerk off too much. Like that's not. I mean, what it's, sex the, addiction it's the, like is. the thing that fucking teens do to like their their you know their significant other. The you know yeah. what if I get blue balls? Like yeah yeah and yeah. Bullshit, as a kid, brother, like yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, it's not a thing. It's not excusable. But like as a kid, you make mistakes. I get it. But like. These people aren't children. Like these people like aren't children. Adults. They're in a non-consensual relationship now, and you've made it worse from both ends. Yeah. All right. Well, now we got to get to the real one, number five. Yeah, right. the second anime. Here's right. here's it. the fun fact. All right, we got a case for you, Doctor. We got a case for you. We got a child, big behavioral issues. Okay, he starts fights all the time at the drop of a hat. If anyone gives him any kind of pushback at any point in his life. He just fucking goes ballistic, sees red, and just starts fucking attacking people. He's like a rabid goddamn animal. He really is. <laughs> He's got the worst case of fucking BPD anyone has ever diagnosed. What do you do, doctor? Well, obviously, you're going <laughs> to lobotomize, lobotomize him. <laughs> However, and I want you to know that it was the AI here that recommended the lobotomy and not me. Oh, doctor, what, why don't you recommend a lobotomy? I've heard great things about how efficient our ice picks are now. And he goes, oh, well, he's a pretty good pianist. She goes, well, yeah, that's true. He is completely obsessed with the piano and plays it all day. And I constantly come into his room and tell him to stop fucking playing and eat dinner like a bitch. End of the night and, after and, wipe and the he blood off the, the keys. Yeah, and he flips the fuck out. And, you know, he's like, it's, it's almost like his obsession as with the piano also makes him a violent sociopath and that just makes him the greatest Wagner cover artist ever made. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, so do you think there's going to be some kind of effect if I lobotomize my child? He might be worse at piano. No, actually, he's going to be pretty much just as good at piano. He's just going to be OK with fucking up every once in a while like a normal person. And as long as he keeps practicing, he'll just keep getting better. Oh. Oh. So like why are you why were you sad about why, that? Why doctor? were you giving like me I, so much sass earlier when he made it weird. sound like I was lobotomizing your child? Oh, because you're lobotomizing your child. I I just <laughs> I, I like I can't rave enough about the accuracy of these ice picks, baby. They're crazy. <laughs> they are just it is. Whew, pinpoint, man. Pinpoint. One neuron gone. This BPD is cured. And they're like, oh, it's just like taking meds. One Shut the fuck up! All right. Yeah. <laughs> be, be, you, you're gonna you're gonna try to compare the side effects of psych meds to you going bleepity blorpity. I removed some of your neurons, idiot. Now you don't fucking go ballistic. And the worst part is, is that only in only in the wonders of this script writing could everything just work out perfectly fine, and the show think it still have a point. <laughs> I, so what's the fucking point? What is the point if you're like, oh, we took away some part of what made him human? But you convinced me in no small world that he would be dead before 15 for getting into a fucking road raid incident and shooting somebody. Like, that's what you just told me. You told me that this kid is so fucking impossible to live 
to, to, to live in a society of any kind that he will never even live long enough to play good piano. And then you're like, but I, I can't, I can't take that away from him. And then follow it up with, but actually nothing went wrong. We didn't, we barely took anything from him. He's like a marginally worse pianist says some snobby ass doctor. That's it. That's it. He's still fucking great. He wasn't even the best of all time. He's covering other people's goddamn songs. He wasn't even writing music. Who gives a fuck if you play the best rendition of Tchaikovsky's number six? You can do that without being a psychopath. And if the choice is between being a psychopath and playing a slightly less good Tchaikovsky, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Like the the entire show was the doctor putting his own personal taste in music above someone else's mental health, and it just working out because the script said so. God damn, I, man! I I like how this uh, episode also had to take great pains to include the AI because, like, I'm sure it was in. Yeah, where other was episodes, the AI, by the way? But like, I oh, wait, I don't nowhere. remember it being. Like, it probably was there, but I don't remember it being a significant deciding force on like diagnoses also like let's just uh, let's address something else in the room uh the idea that somehow a regular person wouldn't be able to get cured of their bpd this easy but a robot that you specifically made to be human in every conceivable way is so like why how how was it possible that you made a human being that's an ai to the point where they were literally born from a womb, as far as we can fucking tell. And you were just like, yeah, this one's got BPD. We're going to leave that in for later. <laughs> and yeah, then they're like, is, yeah, I... but also it's really easy to get rid of. So easy, in fact, that someone probably just put it in there on purpose. This definitely is like proof that the show doesn't really understand what any of its premises. Like, you... You have to ask why these these humanoids are left the way they are with these like very 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 correctable um, fixes, and in a game like Soma, you could answer that because the point is being human, and also they don't really understand everything about the brain. They just know how to move it over to a different place. So like that one kind of answers itself. Whereas here, it's just like, well, the world exists like this, and if you and you could do that, that's fine. You could you can make those comments in sci-fi but normally it requires the story to be hubbed around it on some level. Cause like that, that's the beauty of sci-fi is that <coughs> it's like you take one thing about the world and you change it. And then you say, yeah. what happens if you make that one change or make a couple small, I don't care, but you make like a very right. small amount of changes and go, how does the human condition like swing around how, right. what happens does the orbit yeah. change like right and then and, what and if, that's the fun of it and like what they if just don't address therapy it. worked <laughs> yeah. what what do you mean what if it worked it does work no but like what if it worked really good and fast okay what would be bad about that but they overwrite your memories with somebody else's what the fuck okay. does that have to do with therapy? Okay. <laughs> that one kind of came out of nowhere there, buddy, didn't it? Like, no, because that's the right? other half like, of episode five. No, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah the, the, the fucking guy, I thought he was going to be like a Yakuza member, by the way. But the story of this guy is that he's having weird dreams where he's really, really happy, and then he wakes up screaming. Great diet, great, great little... Great little horror segment there, show. <laughs> He's like sitting on a park bench with his wife and kid, and his wife, his 
his kids are like, I can't wait to go to the next fun thing today, Daddy. And he goes, ah! ah ooh, ooh, ooh. Like sweat pouring down he's his just, face. Jesus he's Christ. He's so freaked out about having a good time. He can't handle it, man. <laughs> well, it's scary. Huh? Sometimes I wonder I, uh, if this is just a dream. Oh, God, it was so pleasant. Fuck. And then he goes to the doctor. He's like, Doc. I can't sleep. I keep having these amazing fucking dreams where everything's great and I'm happy and then I wake up shitting my actual pants. He goes, wow, that's, that's pretty fucking crazy. Let's uh, check out your brain. Oh, somebody rewrote your brain six years ago with just something completely different. Really? And he that's looks down crazy. And like, go see huh. the clown, you know? Yeah, he's like, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Can you like look into that for me? Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm just going to call up my friend. Uh, he's the guy who did it. Oh, wow, that's... Really crazy. Uh, what did he say? Uh, he said, uh, yeah, that's a common side effect of uh, mind-raping persons, is that they yeah. sometimes have weird dreams that are really pleasant. Oh, that seems unethical, illegal, and ba- basically like theft. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's fine. I- I'm just going to gonna run this little script in your brain that says no more bad ouchy dreams or good ouchy dreams or whatever it is. And you're, and you're just fine now. You're fine. Oh. Critical piece too. What was the fucking point of this again? Critical piece is his buddy doctor is like, yeah, I mean, I can do that original thing for him, but like, I can't get rid of the side effects. What? So like, you you would know that kind of thing would happen. You have the ability to make this like colossal change to this person, and your profession allows for you to not address any of the side effects. Right. what it allows you? (laughs) Is that like again? Is this therapy or side effects that would have been theoretically according to this? extremely easy to fix yeah it's it sure seems like it this feels yeah. increasingly like uh like a kellogg thing where it's like all right what i can do is i can give you a yogurt enema and they're like uh okay like what's that gonna do and it's like well you're gonna be like a superhuman you're like all right but like what about all that like dairy in my rectum now and they're like oh yeah i can't fix that though and i hate like, it well, when your you rectum dairy is happening man it's like, rough dad it's rough. your choice to have the yogurt in my, in my butt. You put the yogurt in my ass, doctor. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry, there, there's going to be some side effects. What's the, <laughs> what's the regular effect? Yogurt in your ass. <laughs> huh. Side effect is that it leaks out sometimes. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, no. Uh, so this guy just like mind-raped a person, overrode him with someone different, told him that it was because he was, he was doing a bad, he was addicted. Another one of these things where someone has just like a completely curable like disease you're just like oh i'm addicted to gambling and and cheating and being a bad person i'm so weak i can't fix it no matter what he says oh well it's your first day of therapy i i vote that we mind rape you oh okay that sounds great uh what 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 will happen oh we'll just go back into your memories and overwrite all the bad ones with good ones where an imaginary person that mick fucking doesn't exist tells you like dad advice and just somebody being there to tell you, hey, don't do that, drug guy. Your life completely turns around and everything's different. And as a result, you're perfect and you're fixed and you can have a family and, and friends and everyone will love you. Oh, wow, that sounds great. Uh, who's the person that's going to give me the advice? Oh, literally no one. They're not real. I made them up and you'll never meet them. Also, um, it's me. And I'm going to make you pay me like $10,000 a month for the rest of your life. 
Yeah. What? <laughs> that last yeah. bit in particular, I was like, oh, we're just like taking that one in stride. Like that's just Yeah, we're just ethical. doing that today. Okay. Cool, are cool, we? Cool. Wow. That's crazy. Increasingly, I feel like this entire show could be summed up as like late enlightenment psychology. Yeah, pretty much. We're like, like you I, just don't know anything about how the human brain works. You don't care. You make shit up about how it could work and then don't address any of the ethical or moral dilemmas with anything you bring up and instead have a character on screen go, huh, that sounds unethical, looks at the screen, doctors, balls in your court, like doctors would ever do this. Did you, have you ever, seen, either of you ever seen that Daniel Radcliffe thing where he's, he's in Russia and he's like a young doctor? Yes. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, Guns, that, Guns that Akimbo. Show. It was really good. Yeah, Guns yeah, Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was it. That was a good one. My favorite part Super was when he had two good. guns. <laughs> <laughs> strapped to his hand. Oh man, oh, that was woo. That was a good oh, one. It was, the, it, was the, guns. It, it was the ethical problem of should doctors have guns when they're doing surgery strapped should to their hands? Should doctors have one or two guns? <laughs> and they addressed it by giving All them right, two. All right, son, I'm about to open you up. <laughs> Sir, are those just Mac 10s taped to your hands? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to do some surgery. <laughs> he, did, he did the surgery. Uh, your your husband's dead. Nothing I could do. Next. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty great. Huh. Yeah, no, uh, I did see the actual thing you were talking about, which is the young doctor where Guns he's where he's addicted to opiates and he lets yeah, a hot yeah, yeah, lady yeah. burn to death in a thing and she screams and he rips some guy's lower jaw out from tooth rot, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. So yeah, the the only reason but, why I brought it up is like that is the like fun version kind of of this show where like. You know, he originally tries doing good and realizes that that's just not going to work. Well, he and tries like, to do good, but very quickly realizes that he is both incapable of doing the good that he thinks he's able to do. And more importantly than that, uh, he fucks it up so fucking bad, be, being addicted to opiates, that um, he ends up doing irreparable harm. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> which is like a better... I mean, right. by comparison to what we're watching right now, definitely. Well, this a doctor's of it. only addicted to telling people how how unethical they are, and then not doing anything <laughs> about it, because he lives. He just lives in an unethical world where people do unethical shit, and then he does He's... unethical shit all the time. And then he says, "Well, I didn't like it. Anyway, that'll be nine ninety five. Great house in a blue little window. With yeah, a blue, a blue little window." <laughs> Everything is just so fucking blue for him. Yep. But uh, also, yeah. that'll be nine ninety five. That'll be nine ninety five for your blue daba dee daba die. So yeah, um, that one was very fucking special. Uh, it that really, great. It, it really just drills down deep into what is mental illness. Uh, takes a hard left turn that nobody fucking knows, nobody fucking cares, <laughs> and I certainly fucking don't. And uh, goes straight down Boulevard of the. We don't fucking know how to resolve the situation. Everything's fine. And then they crash directly into the garage of plot convenience. They, they just fucking failure to launch, failure to land. The engine caught on fire halfway through. And then they just fucking put their hands up at the end of it. Like, give me my points. Anyway, episode six. Uh, what if this entire time we 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 understood that like ais were human in every fucking way every fucking way every fucking way every fucking way what if we just met one that wasn't like the teddy bear from two episodes ago what if there was a what if there was an industry robot that just started like going to school 
and everyone would just treat it like a normal kid. But actually, it was just like a chat GPT bot, and all it was doing was learning how to like sort of pass as human, and everyone treated it like a person. And then, um, uh, yeah, that was it. And then one day he went back to the factory and it got dismantled and died. You forgot about the metalworking one. No, I, that's this the one, other one. Yeah, this is. I think if there was a story so far that we have seen in the show that if you just took it from this show and removed all other context, this one is sort of serviceable. Um, it's like sad, but it's serviceable because it's just like this guy who recognizes that he is the, like the last of his kind of like, you know, someone that will work metal on his own. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, him. yeah. He, so it's really funny because like, another thing that I do, you might have heard of this, is that sometimes I pick up swords and I swing them at other people. Fun. <laughs> fucking what? And one of the really fun things about that is that uh, I, I deal with people who like just work with metal you know, by hand. And you know what they say to me every single time? Uh, this fucking sucks. I, I, it's dumb. What, oh, what do I yeah, gain yeah, yeah. by not using a tool? But, like, he also, like, says this shit. Like, the guy's like, I can't do better than, like, the shit you can buy. Yeah, his shit like, sucks. Yeah, and, like, but that that's, like, part of the beauty, I think, of this little scene. Sort of. Is this guy... I, I think it works. I think, like, as a story, it works. It would work where this guy better is, if what he was making was for himself. But he constantly talks about, like, and complains about, like, the market value and how much it could sell for and whether or not other people like it. And it's, and, and also the shit he's making I mean, it's is his life. not art. You yeah, but I mean? the way, wait, I think this still definitely works. Like, I, I will, it one of the things one that thing I have. If what he was making was, like, this really, really cool, like, art piece out of metal. And, like, there was some value to, like, the fact that it was made by hand. But, like, there's no expression in what he does. He just makes, like, garbage, like, kitchen knives. I mean, that... I would make the case that this story also just might hit different because, like, we're not Japanese. So, like... And I think that's actually pretty important. I don't buy that cultural shit. No, I mean, there's, like... I mean, we can acknowledge there are cultural... No, 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 I know, but I, I, I don't buy the culture shit because this is supposed to be about AI, and the thing that I'm supposed to be understanding here is that this man was replaced by a robot, but he still does his old job. No, wait, wait, wait. Be- I don't, I don't think that's. Well, yeah. Sorry, finish it. I don't this think it's supposed to be about AI. And the premise know, of this episode is what happens to a person's dignity when their job is taken from them by robots. And the idea being that, one, it's problematic when robots take people's jobs. Again, agree. No shit. Um, But also, it doesn't address any of the normal things that you would talk about with that. Like, oh, a robot took his job and now he's poor. It's like, oh, well, no, he's not poor. He still makes plenty of money. Actually, he has more than enough money to do this hobby. And I'm like, okay, cool. So what's the problem? The problem is, is that he still really fucking hates that robots took his job, despite the fact that he essentially has been placed into a communist utopia where because a robot took his job, he has the ability to do his job all day. So he really has absolutely nothing to complain about and complains. And now there's actually no, there's no like conflict in the show anymore. So his thing is just like, oh, I don't have a job. Okay, but I can just do it anyway. Okay, 
Yeah, this is. But a, I don't make any money because it sucks. This okay. Is just, this is just and then rising I, I, all over again. I just I just go back to doing it because I feel like it. Okay. I mean, I stop think that's, fucking talking to me, old ass man. I think that is the thing I'm trying to drive at, though. Like, I, I, I don't disagree with your interpretation of it. I just don't think that's, like, the only facet of this. Like, I, I don't believe I think for all, a second th- that it's a cultural thing, that, like, the pride of your job stems from its economic viability. I wouldn't I say that, that what he's doing... I, I don't think but what he's doing... But that's always his complaint. Because if it's not for the economic viability... Nothing else about his job has been lost at all. He can still continue to do everything that he wants to do. He can choose to use any or none of the modern things that he has. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, I think the big thing that would be lost from it is he is the last one doing it. I mean, I think that is absolutely critical here. Is it? Yeah. I mean, like, it's... Why? He what, is... What? Li- so, like, uh, but they don't really seem to hover too much on the fact that no one else will do it. It just seems like he lives alone in the woods. Like, are you honestly telling me that if he went to a city, he would find absolutely no one who would want to do it? That that doesn't. No, that's I, not I even it's... the dry. That's not even like what that doesn't even get addressed. Like the idea that he lives alone in the woods and does this is just put so on its face that you can't address it because it's just like there's no conflict here. He's like, I'm the last one. I, I th- okay. You could I, I not think, be. Hold on. You know. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. I, I think what I'm the reason why I'm defending this is that I am approaching it from what I think the author wants to tell me versus what is yeah. actually there. Oh, which, I understand which is different. What the author like, is trying to say. Wait, 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 the author wait, wait, is wait, trying wait, to say is it no, you're right. What the author is trying to say is that there was a dignity in working that has been lost. And my response to that is shut the fuck up. I have no sympathy for this character. And no matter how much the author wants me to have sympathy for a person who has zero problems, I will not. And the irony is that there's ways that you could have made this sympathetic easily, but they didn't do any of them because once again, this show has no idea of how to set up its dystopia. It constantly, well, I definitely constantly that. flubs yeah. that because all you need to do, all the adjustment you need to do to this story is to say that he can't get a job anymore. Like it's his only skill. A robot took his job and now he's poor or a robot took his job and he was an artisan and now nobody wants his art because being an artisan is one of the human aspects that separates you from AI he doesn't talk like an artisan. He talks like a guy who made the fucking left front quarter panel of an F-150, and now he's pissed he doesn't get to anymore. What the fuck okay, are you crying me, about? Let me propose this in a, in a different medium that I think is oh, relevant. Well, in different mediums, moment. it would be great. No, no, no. Just not anime. I'm talking like real life. So okay. one of the things that I think um, ChatGPT... Uh, and not literally chat the the voice version. I don't remember what it's called. I don't really. Yeah, care. yeah, yeah. The voice um, AI one. So one of the things that I think genuinely could be really cool about that is that there are languages that and and accents and dialects that are dying and have been murdered on purpose, and there are very few people that are alive. Like I think it's called Ladino. Is this like combination of Spanish and um, 
Okay. Not Yiddish. Shit. Hebrew. Right, um, whatever. Whatever. There's that, some language that's dead that they want to bring it's back. It's not with dead the AI. though. It's it's dying. So All like right, you well, could preserve whatever. the sound of this through an AI, and so like that is something that is actually a good use of that technology. Sure. Because like right. there are not many speakers left in these cases, or maybe right. there are none left. And it's archival. Anything. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's archival. And, like, that is something that I think is pretty analogous here. And I'm not saying they execute super well, but the idea that this guy is like, look, I'm not particularly good. I'm not saying anything special here, but this is something that meant something to me as a human, and I would like to see it continued. And, like, that and is it, what this robot so, is doing. But in, this, but in your analogy, he is the last speaker of Spanish and Yiddish, and now he's mad that a robot can speak his language. He's like not even that angry about it, honestly. But like he's just that's sort of his like whole whatever. Pi- yeah, he's sort of whatever. But the premise is that he's not happy about it. In your I, example, I, he is upset that the robot has contributed to his livelihood because it's a robot. I I don't think he is. He's particularly upset that, that a- the language is continuing, but with no human speakers. Right. I, I don't think this is the reason why I keep pushing on this cultural button is because I think there is a piece that Japan has that we don't really touch on of the like wabi sabi that like yeah, the wabi idea wabi sabi can suck my dick. They they ran their own wabi sabi so into the fucking ground when they work their people to death. They can talk yeah, about wabi sabi as soon as people stop dropping dead at the yeah, fucking buddy, office. Buddy, we we do this too. We have our own yeah. cultural things that don't came matter, to but me we work our and people told to that me too. That my Americanness meant that I just was obsessed with guns going off and like boobs falling out of the sky. I told you, no, shut the fuck up. That's not a cultural marker. That's some goddamn bullshit. Capitalism forced you to think. Bull goddamn yeah, shit. I mean, of course, but that doesn't mean Wabi that this is an empathetic my entire tale. fucking ass. You're not making a piece of art. If again, if he told me, he was like, "Man, I am the last person making like original katanas. Like the the old way of making katanas, it was an art. It was a it was like a it was stupid. It didn't work. It was made with garbage materials. You made strictly speaking worse swords. But I want to continue the art of making these things. If this if this story was a guy making old style katanas and then robots came by and made the best katanas in the fucking world, he's like, I get it. I appreciate why people make those. I'm making art. They're making katanas. I want my thing to continue. They don't need to they can coexist, but I want my thing to continue and thanks to the thanks to the economic viability of their thing, my thing is going away. That would make perfect fucking sense. It would even fit into his wabi-sabi bullshit. But they don't do that. He makes garbage that he doesn't even seem to like because in their wabi-sabi bullshit, the guy who does a job like is under some sort of contractual obligation to fucking hate it. He doesn't even seem like he likes it. He seems like he fucking hates it. He makes is this not a character that you can believe exists, Jay. Like, oh, is of course that they believe exists. Like, I tell that person they're a fucking idiot, and I have yeah, no but that, sympathy for them. There is a them. beauty in showing these characters no, there because is a they're intrinsically flawed. In showing a fucking moron and then mis like prescribing a much much better version of what they have. Man, this we're is like, like somebody we're not like, even oh, man, hitting. I, we're not no. even hitting it like the, like the bad parts about this. No, the like, bad parts about we're... it are simple, and that's the fact that 
the little actual robot, which is, you know, the other half of this episode. Uh, no, is, I'm not even talking about that. Like, I, I'm talking like the bad part of this episode, just this niche little, this, this first is his, chunk. Is his fuck is the boy fact he definitely has sex with who's better at making no, knives than him? The, the, the bad part about this is he is gaining camaraderie from this thing that is like only a library. That is like that is the thing that we should be criticizing about this that shows they don't understand the metaphor. Oh, like yeah. there's something there's the beautiful usual, hidden in here by he's accident. He's having a relationship with his apprentice, aka the the knife making robot. Right. What's the Futurama joke? Like uh, none of these none of these human players could compare to like Barry Bonds three thousand. He was a literal pitch hitting robot. It's like yes, Bender. He was a robot designed to hit pitches. Right. <laughs> no wonder no one could compare to him. That's that the whole fucking point. So yeah, he's like, developing a relationship with with the knife making robot. He's like trying to fuck his CNC machine while simultaneously being upset that the CNC machine is better than him. What I do honestly want, don't. Man? I this is the reason why I keep going back. One of the reasons I keep going back to the wabi sabi is because he's not that upset about it. Like he is then lamenting what's it. What's the point? Be, that's the fucking point of wabi sabi. He's a little sad. A little sad. Yes. Yes. Just it's a little sad. That's literally what wabi sabi is. Is you're Please upset about the a little sad. It is literally the pathos of passing. It yeah, is a I calm, peaceful affair. He I, what the fuck do you want from me? He doesn't have to die. He's killing himself. You can't. I know. Be... Yes, that's yes. Like, that's so fuck? fucking stupid. I know it's a cultural difference. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Bullshit. I. It's like you're being defining a the Wikipedia while being confused. My man's like, it's a cultural signifier that they're a little sad that they're self-destructive. Okay. I, I'm not telling you this episode's amazing. I'm just saying that it's hitting a cultural beat that has something on its own and is it, it's it, that little beat is beautiful. It's cool. bad. It's not. I'll go well watch put a together. movie where the dog dies. That's like a that's like a little emotional beat. But that wouldn't be wabi sabi. Just to be clear. No, I'm sad the dog died. You know, I'm really sad at the impermanence of my dog. I'm gonna go watch I, uh, what what what's the old not old yeller the other one. The the one with Owen Wilson, there he, he the again dog dies. not Wabi Sabi but Why whatever. Not? Oh Marley and me the dog Marley and me yeah it's Marley. You and understand me, but there's a knives. difference between like something that is tr- genuinely traumatic like the loss of a pet and the idea of the passing of time right like you could see the difference there. Why the dog dies because time. <laughs> you know what you're okay. right. What if it's the difference of like the concept of a golden retriever is gone because no one will unethically breed them anymore i mean that like yes that would be much closer great you can you can lament at the fact that like we did this horrible thing to a creature while also being sad that you'll never get to like look especially at this thing that when the person in. having the wabi is perfectly capable of continuing the sabi he's sitting there like man i can't believe my art's dying yes and now this you know is you could keep get, doing it right this is where we get back to the part where the, it doesn't work as a show like it has the correct beat. It feels appropriate. It just is a badly written, it's a poorly written show, so it doesn't execute appropriately Yeah, because it. they don't actually make anything about what he's doing impermanent. Well, they do. They, they do make it impermanent. Like I, a, a regular like this is person another, could still learn to do what he does. I would agree, but they would never choose to, and that's like the death of a thing. I guess, and then... That's, again, only a thing because his robot assistant is a robot, despite being human in every single way, shape, and form. 
Wait, why could, is that only and seems to very, very much want to like kind of continue what he does. Well, yeah, because it's programmed to. I mean, this this is like again like the library chat GPT thing I was talking about. Like, right. So like, like why would the guy whose language program. is being preserved be sad when like not only did he theoretically spend his entire life not getting other people to do it, but also not be happy when the robot also does it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna spin you something. If I spoke a language that is all but dead, and right. I don't write in it, I don't I don't like do or I don't I'm not an order right, like right. I I'm not like doing anything godly with it. I it's just death speak it. is your fault, right? Mm, but yeah. I'm also crushed by capitalism, and I'm literally just trying to get by every single day. Okay, right, right. So so if this was a then, capitalist dystopia, they would maybe I mean, have it, had a point here. But it's a I'm communist is, utopia. Okay, even if it wasn't being crushed by capitalism, languages are allowed to die even without like a reason why they're dying. It's still sad. It's okay to be sad about these things. It's okay to be sad about things that are either A, outside of your control, or B, outside of your ability to do things. Like, this man has neither of those. Okay, That is not outside of his control at all. Wait, no, no, it that, was, that was your second It is firmly in one. his control. Well, whatever. That, really, they were the same point. You okay, only whatever. get to be sad about it if it's outside your control. It's not. I mean, if there is only one person speaking control. a language, it is really outside your control. The language is dead. Like, Ladina is a perfect example. There's like 300 people left. Just, like, th- it's you can dead. literally talk to somebody. I, I get it, dude. I'm aware. Like, other but, people like, are perfectly capable of learning that language. As long as there's one. If there were no people left. Then okay, so there would the, be the, the death. The build up to what I was getting at, though, is if there is one person, we're on episode six. If we're, there was one person left speaking that language, and yeah. all you did and then was all speak I to a library hit to them record with a fucking it, hammer, that is sad. If I because killed them, then someone else could feel sad. Yeah, but but the person even who if has they the just died with the only. I'm allowed to be sad that like a language that you can only hear in the National Archives of Congress is dead, even though I never met that person. That if, still like, if is you able to make me sad. But if you perfectly like replicate it, then someone else could learn it. Yeah, but and without it the wait, 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 wait. No, now now we're like in a completely language doesn't exist without culture. So like oh, you could okay. literally learn it, but it's not the same. So like that's okay. still sad. Like I guess, but then like, that means I, I that languages like, die like every ten years. Yes, yes. Which so you're is sad wabi-sabi. every five. You're sad all the time. No, My because God. I don't perceive. I it. don't That's think you point. need a word I, for that. I think it's just called depression. It's not depression. You're allowed to have a casual awareness of the passage of time and how it I, eats things I, from humans. I do have a casual awareness. From culture. That's why if this was an art that he was propagating, it doesn't I would need to feel be some art. Sad. I think it kind of seems it, no, like it, it literally does. doesn't. Like if 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 I I can lament the fact that no one uses the Roman style of cutting into the top of their bread with a very specific pattern because they use a communal uh, oven in their community and they want to know who has that kind of bread. And you're telling me I that's not depression. No, it's not. It's just you're, a cool cultural You're just cultural randomly thing. thinking about like a way people used to slice bread. What I'm thinking about is how cool it was the community shared an oven. That and is that really community... cool. And in no way inexorably attached to the concept of slicing bread. Yeah, it 
What? What? Like, yes, it the is. The bread is not. They are not mandatory. What are you going to put a label attached. on it when it's in the oven? Like, I what? Yeah, I could do you're, whatever you're the gonna... fuck I want because it's a cultural modifier. It's a cultural artifact. There are yeah, new artifacts. It, that's cool. It's a cool thing they did. I'm allowed to look back at that and go, man, wouldn't it be cool if we still did that? But there's no reason to do it now. I guess. But you can still do it. That is the thing we're talking about. So not only are you looking back at something that no longer happens, but you're also begrudgingly accepting from your base premise that you can't also just do it again. And also, it's not good enough that other things that also are very, very similar also exist. It's not And that it's you, not depression. It's not that you can't do these things again. It's that culturally there isn't really a reason and they don't naturally just no, happen. Not a reason to slice the bread, but they did just happen once. Yes, they did. And like theoretically it could happen again, but like right. if I just created out of nothing, it doesn't again. mean... And if you it recreated could, yes. it on purpose... It would literally happen again. Yes, but that also like now we're back at the language. But then thing. it's apparently I could not try good to enough. make a language. But no, I mean it would be cool. Like it, one of the things I would love to return to is the thing I just said. Like it'd be cool if we had like community kitchens. That would be. I would sick. absolutely love that, and I wouldn't give two fucks about how they slice the bread. Yeah, I know, but that's because you never give a shit about stuff like this. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, because like, I don't have depression. I don't think it's depression, Jay. I, I don't know what else to call it, where I an old man is intentionally, like the old man in this film is as close to intentionally killing what he does on purpose as you can without putting a gun in his mouth, intentionally not preserving it in any facet or any form while complaining about it, and then ends it with, I guess it's not really that bad after all. I mean, it's not that bad to lose something that isn't that important if it's only aware. important to you. And that is something that is sad. That's something He doesn't that even you have appreciate. to die. Yes, I know. Like I there's little deaths that happen all the time and like sure and it's are. sad. What and do that you call someone who thinks about those? Well, all here, the time. so Jay, so <laughs> I don't think about them all. Here's the time. what here's what Ethan. <laughs> this guy apparently does. Here's the words Ethan's trying to say. I'm looking at this up on the uh, shockingly enough the li- the Carnegie Library about what Wabi Sabi is, and there's a book, and in the description it says, Wabi, which translates to less is more, and Sabi, which translate, which means attentive melancholy, which is what Ethan is trying... Attentive yeah, not melancholy. Yeah, de- not depressed, yeah. but attentive Focused melancholy. you're not Sadness. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. mean, listen... It, Intentional unhappiness. <laughs> I, I can't believe you've never, like, felt this about a thing. Of course so... I have, but then I do this crazy thing mm-hmm. where I go, oh, wow... My personality and life and meaning is a little bit bigger than whatever tiny ass inconsequential thing I happen to be hyper focusing on at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and I, then no- I get over it. I don't even spend 14 minutes talking about it like this old man did to me. It's Not also a story minutes. explicitly about it, this time. I don't know what you want. was the intro. <laughs> it's literally half of an episode where half they focus on this man. It's called that has theming. nothing to do with like AI. I, nothing to do yeah, with the I, progression of time. I didn't say it was a time. good episode. I said this one little moment was good. We're debating like the, the, the theming of an episode even without the AI. Well, like, also, the second half of it doesn't really seem to be about Wabi Sabi either. Which what what are we talking about? The the, the little robot boy. That that's not like the theming of the episode is only half about. Yeah, this it's old more. Man. The other yeah, half, the theming because is because like I think there actually was a theme to the to the show, 
And it really had more to do with the fact that um, when new things start replicating old things, people sort of think it's weird. Like, I don't really know. Like, there's no wabi-sabi way to put it because obviously there's nothing wabi-sabi about little fucking Mega Man going to school. No, no, I, I don't. And so... there's like yeah, there's very clear connection between this child learning, this little child-looking robot learning how to act human enough to pass, which is the point of its story, and the old man who's mad that theoretically a robot assistant of his could continue his thing but he kind of just wants it to die yeah i mean that's also okay but really the episode's theme is about passing the uh, the old uh what do you call it the fucking uh turing test the the idea that ai is human as soon as it's able to pass as human yeah i mean again i'm not really phenomenologist perspective where i'm not defending like the whole episode i just think that there's a, a good little moment in the beginning of episode six like and that's where, this, that's where this conversation started by, like one of the lowest hanging fruit on the planet i bud like you a have dog no idea dying. the wabi-sabi i actually like but whatever i mean i, I know kitsurugi from the from the fucking album of what death cab for cutie the Don't one where they is. put little gold fillings in um uh, pottery that was smashed. So they, they well, that's take Kintsugi. A pot. Yeah, Kintsugi. Yeah, not Kitsuragi. Which Kintsugi I think that's is a, cool. I think that's the uh, the person from name Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. yeah, it's something. Yeah, I was like, what? what are you so doing? it's kind of like that. Her psyche yeah. was put together with little gold fillings, known as cybernetic <laughs> yeah, enhancements. One to one. <laughs> the wabi sabi of the person she was dying, but that she never knew. Wait, yeah, you I mean, know, the, hey, wait, what a perfect lead-in. <laughs> I mean, annihilation. <laughs> has like it's not wabi sabi i won't call it that yeah it's but the it fear is... of change incalculable human biological change um... time being an element i mean yeah I, I would also say it's extremely personal though you're talking about like... the natalie port well yeah no it's very personal i am it... yes yeah that 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 entire show is about the fear of like not being able to control how you change as a person on the one hand it's yeah. deeply biological and vaginal <laughs> because you know they're all women because of the idea of uh going through pregnancy and childbirth changes you chemically also you create a life which is its own kind of you know uh non-consensual change and the parallels between her and her husband who at the end of the movie are completely different biological things that are just sort of programmed to be with each other and you know like you have to question whether or not if they're not the same people who went in and they were never going to be what the point was of even like coming out alive and shit like that. Yeah. I, I would definitely put that a hell of a lot deeper than Wabi Sabi. And also uh, a, a thing that's very related to this premise that could have been executed far more effectively. A couple of thoughts real quick. Definitely never considered it from the vaginal aspect on that. Well, yeah, I said vaginal as a meme, but pregnancy and birth and like, creating life was very much a core theme of that movie. No, yeah, yeah. I won't deny that. Uh, also, but, yeah. the final thing looks like a vagina. But, yeah, it does. Um, and she puts her DNA in it, and another thing comes, another person pops out. No, no, no. So. I'm I'm down with that. But um, <laughs> It kind of hit you from left field a little bit there. That one definitely hit me from left. I mean, because like, I more just think about it as like the concept of how like the old you dies, the new you is born. Yeah, sure. And like you, although you're literally the same person, you're not anymore. Yeah. And, um, and I don't think that is when against your child is born, 
they're also mostly you. How's I don't that? really get the child aspect on this. No, no. Thing. Like she, her DNA goes into the space vagina and another yeah, yeah. her comes out that starts fucking copying her and it's almost exactly as her and it's fucking scary as shit because she doesn't I, yeah. understand this new thing that is her but not her, a.k.a. like a child. Yeah, I'm not sold on that one yet. I'm not saying the analogy doesn't work. I just well, I don't know if it works in this movie. But Yeah, I mean, nobody else in the movie has a kid. I, I think the one... I don't think like, she has a kid either. No, 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 like no, none of the women in the movie, the characters, have children. Oh, yes, yeah. And But one of the themes of it is like the sexual relationships that they all have. Uh, cancer lady is literally being eaten by a disease, a foreign body that she's growing inside of her. And, you know, that's, again, sort of like, if you think about it, analogous to pregnancy, where a literal parasite grows inside of you and biologically changes you while simultaneously creating something new out of you. Like, these, these are, I'm not, these are I'm very not women-centric the... fears that yeah, yeah. I, I, psychologically look... are all related to things changing you, copying you, and being born from you without your consent. I'm not, again, I'm not... I'm I not think actually child like super fits all of that pretty well. Uh, I think it's that it fits in some ways, but I think there's more obvious answers. Like for instance, <laughs> there is one kid technically, but she dies, and it's the she dies off screen before everything gets going, and it's the the woman that uh, she's like first to go. She's like the one that says there was a me before my child's oh. death and a me after my child's death. Yes, essentially, yes. she lost and, like, her kid. Yeah. Um, so yes. like that one kind of works, but like the rest of the women, I don't. And then a bear rips really her throat that. out and sounds like her. Cur- is that her? Like yeah, another that her. being that sounds like you. That it are we saying the you. bear is her kid? No, it's a child trauma. It's child related trauma. Like I don't know. Like the idea that everything about having a kid is happy is obviously not true, and some of these fears that they play out are exacerbated versions of like postpartum depression and like uh, like the one girl who realizes that she's changing into something else, embraces it, and then commits suicide. Like that's it. Cause, because something was like she she w- tried to kill herself a long time ago and then like little little flowers start sprouting out of her. Yeah, I know stars. who you're talking about. Yeah. Like that that's not very child related. Well, she but, also doesn't kill herself like well, she just it, embraces the change and becomes something new yes but the implication is that she sort of speeds it along like it, it's it's a it's a symbiosis of the two intents one the idea that she has no control over whether or not it's going to happen but also the embracing of it clearly makes it happen a hell of a lot faster because she fucking okay. walks off screen for two seconds and turns into a goddamn shrub <laughs> all right are you ready for undead murder farce yeah you you do it brother Let's see if you can get anything vaginal out of that. Uh, Pro tip, um, I, I don't think you can. <laughs> it's the marbles. Uh, we got to talk about the marbles. I don't just insert the fear of pregnancy into everything I watch. I want you to know that. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's only the ones but I like. But I do think it really, really well encapsulates some of the theming of Annihilation. A no, great I, movie I'm, that is better I'm, than both of these fucking shows put together. Annihilation is better than every single thing we've watched on the or we've watched for the pod ever. Oh yeah, by far. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what would be close. The only thing that so. could have been better is if Natalie Portman tripped. And, you know, fell on my dick. And then she was like, ooh, ooh what's this? A, a mutation? <laughs> and then my dick was a was a gator. A tree. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, Natalie. 
<laughs> Sorry, Natalie. We we love you, Natalie. Uh, and great I'm not going to finish that line. Yeah, actually, great actors. No, that would have um, made it more anime, though. Yeah, wouldn't, yeah. That, wouldn't that have improved it? You know, it would have added a nice little cultural marker. The, the Natalie you know, rap for, would improve the pod. No, no, the 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 what do they call it? The Sundere thing. Where she Yandere? Like you. No, that's Sundere. Yandere is where they like you too much. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, no, yeah. it's Yandere is where it's like. Big I'm trying to make character. fun of you for the wabi sabi thing again. Will you let me? Uh, I did not pick up on <laughs> that. Another I, cultural, I was trying to do the Natalie Japanese rap. cultural marker could have been inserted into Annihilation. It would have been better. Oh, yeah, okay, got it. Shit. Yeah. I, I thought it we really, were going for really we love you, the Natalie. I want to fuck you too. Public. No, I don't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that is a line in the, in the Natalie Portman <laughs> rap. And, and step in my <laughs> shit. <laughs> fuck all night. <laughs> what you want, Natalie? <laughs> to drink and fight. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, I never said I was a role model. So, Undead Murder Farce, uh, episode four. Uh, we're still in the vampires. If there's like an actual crime we can say about undead murder farce is the fact that like it takes way too long to be bad. Um, like it, it does not execute on things in it like quickly enough and it talks far too much. Uh, well, a little too much. Yeah. The other actual crime I would say about undead murder farce is it's like almost too good. I don't think it is too good, but there are scenes that are genuinely well done and it just is kind of in service and nothing. So, like, there's a scene uh, in episode five, and we're just going to hop around. Or no, it's in episode four, sorry. Basically, Raul's the vampire that killed the vampire mom, and it's basically because he's what? like... What? Like, oh, spoilers. And it's because Raul's I, like... I, to be fair, I was wrong. I yeah, thought, I thought I it was a little girl. I, know I thought wrong. it was a little girl. I thought that shit for sure. Yeah, Turns out you. the mystery was even dumber <laughs> than that. <laughs> yeah. He just did it. Yeah, he he did, did it, and he did everything he could okay. to make sure that he was proven to be the murderer. Yeah, but I mean, you just look at, um, oh, not not Glass Onion, the first one, right? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, but I mean, come on. No, uh, ironically enough, yeah, knives ironically out. Enough, knives out. I I just watched the new Inspector Perot movie. Oh wait, um, which one? The one that the had Hunting it? in Venice. The oh one my that just god, came that just oh jeez. Well, okay, I heard so it was tell good. Me about it. It, well, I mean, if you don't like Inspector Perot, you're gonna fucking hate this. Well, shit. the the, but, the uh, second movie, it's was like trash. Oh, uh, uh, Mur- Murder um, on the Nile, Death on the Nile. Yeah, that was Death awful. On the Nile. God, yeah, it, it's not great. The first I, one was I understand okay. what the point of it was. Yeah, this... I think Murder on the Orient was as good as it could have yeah, been. Yeah, I agree. I think the second one was awful. So I was kind of looking forward to maybe hoping this third one went somewhere else. Are you telling me it's worth but... seeing? Yeah, no, I mean, I That's I no. think that it was, <laughs> no. I, if you hated the second one, you're probably not going to like this one. Okay. It's just, it's just very trite because it's so old. But one thing about it is that like, oh my God, you appreciate the way Agatha Christie can like plan together a nice little mystery that doesn't feel like shit. And oh my God, does the mystery in this thing fucking show feel like shit. Oh yeah. God, it's so bad. Yeah. I I had heard it was okay, but I guess not. I, like not good, just like it was I, fine. Like it was. Acceptable. I mean, like again, like I like all three of them because oh, okay. I also know what Death on the Nile is supposed to be about, and it's a little impervious to that. Like it's supposed to be about like, um, uh, allegiances and 
in a lot of ways, unlike the first one, Murder on the Orient, which is very much about whether or not being a cop makes you a good person, mm. which is, you know, very topical and pretty well done. Death on the Nile is more about, like, whether or not it's okay to trust somebody or like somebody or do something for somebody just because they're your friend. And that's a... Uh, that one doesn't hit the same outside of Victorian fucking London. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> that shit don't fly because we don't treat pe- our friends like that anymore. We don't we don't go to bat for them that hard. If if fucking Mike, I, I found Mike in a room uh-huh. with like his entire dead family uh-huh. and a gun. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be like, nah, it can't be him. Uh, what? Uh, no offense, Mike, <laughs> but I, I'm not. What? The world's greatest detective don't need to be oh, here for this. Come <laughs> on, brother. Really? Because I, yeah. I, a couple years ago, I think I was talking to you and your wife and the producer, and we were there was like something, we were watching something where like somebody committed themselves and they didn't even, they were like, oh, you know, they probably just committed suicide. And I looked at all three of you and said, guys, if you find me dead in a room and oh, it looks like suicide, that's different. Not me. Yeah, the same that's thing different. applies that's to different. me Wait a in minute. a room full of that's dead different. people. I'm saying, I didn't do with, it. With Death on the Nile, if you remember. The, the family members. I, you maybe know? you forgot about yeah, Death not... on the Nile, but the whole point is that they're on a boat where everybody's friends in like some weird linking chain with other yeah, people. Yeah, no, I, I remember. And like the concept of those friendships is at the core of everybody's alibis so that you don't have any good ones. Like that's the whole point. I'm just, I'm just saying. Again, like we don't take that shit seriously anymore. I mean, would you even second guess it or would you just assume that I killed these people? Again, like this if hurts. your only alibi was... Uh, Jay, we're best friends. I would never do this. And you lay the gun on my shoulder and get blood on me? No. <laughs> like, if that's literally your only defense, no, you're dumb. I'm not buying that shit. I'm sorry. You're going to need something a little better. Now, if you're dead, no one's going... Like, I'm going to be the one with the gun and a bunch of corpses. And I'm not going to expect anybody's friendship with me to get me out of anything. But... That's a different concept. That's more so, murder on yeah, the morning. You know, now you, just, I expect you know the what cop to do. To look me in the eyes and say, you know what? Good job. <laughs> Leave. You you just have to lean more into Jay's uh, uh. lack of uh, feeling for other people and just say, look, I wanted to kill them. I and just Jay said be like, that yeah, if Mike right, was I'm dead, fine. you, I would go on a rampage. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, sort of antithetical. To no, what it you did. Said. It did. I, oh no, I, I meant that. like for people you don't care about. So like, as in, if he walks in and Mike's the only one alive and everyone else is dead, then like Mike, you just know to lie. Just be like, oh, yeah, like, I just, you know, they said a bad no, word, so opposite. I killed them all. It's the opposite. He can't, he, not even a lie to me yeah. will get him out of it. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Oh, no. yeah. But he's saying that I'm if I saying... was dead, more people would be dead. And I think that's fitting, and I'll take <laughs> there, it. There are some <laughs> conditions. There are not many. Yeah. But there yeah. are, like, mm-hmm. two. Yeah. <laughs> and you managed to fuck both of them. Right, yeah. You're going to jail. Yeah, I, that's fair. Okay, I respect this. I respect. All right. I'm back. You ate my cat, all right? <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> I respect, respect. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's that's Undead Murder Forest. No. Um, so, yeah, Raul did it. Um, there's a bunch of reveals. There's like 18 million conditions to prove he did it. I don't give a fuck about those things. Yeah. Um, there oh, was... oh, and, and again, going back to the, like, you don't know how to make a good mystery. Boy fucking howdy does, like, this feel like Moriarty the Patriot again, where, guys, I, I really need you to appreciate that if you go back and read Agatha Christie or old Sherlock Holmes, uh, the 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 plans were not that convoluted. Yeah. Right. Okay? Yeah. Me not being able to guess it was not put first and foremost above the plot making sense. Yeah, yeah. 
I really need people to understand that. I also agree with and, that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, this but one I, sucked ass. I also agree that they just stole that. This is like probably the only episode that sort of annoyed me because they just stole that old like that riddle that like I don't know I did as a kid and like the the class for the gifted oh, was the like mail doesn't yeah like, post doesn't come on Sunday. Well, no, like no somebody somebody's dead and all there is is there's water around them. How did they die? And it's oh, the whole yeah. oh, oh it's the, the icicle. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just that. And I was like that's. That's all you could come up with was just stealing that, like the world's most basic riddle from a book yes. and going, "This is clever." And I was like, "Ah, it's a little annoying," um, but I'm now. Ne- I was never in it for for them trying to be a murder mystery show, so I, I didn't yeah. go into no. this at that angle. So I didn't. Really that, that was the other reason like, that the I really didn't. That. I think I really didn't like it because of that. Four and like half of five is that. Yeah. Well, yeah. here, let's wrap up four real quick because there's not really a no, lot there, to talk no, about. They don't, no, it's literally that is the episode. You're not wrong. Well, Ethan, like, no, 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 no. There's, there's just like the fight. I want to talk about the fight for a moment uh, before we too. move on. Because like the, the fight was not fun good, but it was like, A, they actually killed the son straight up. <laughs> like they just <laughs> they murdered him. him. They did kill him. And I, was I did like, enjoy that. Yeah, I'm I, like, oh, damn. Like, all right, I'm cool. I'm down for a kid dying. The problem is, is that this was a kid we kind of knew nothing about and... Yeah, like, I mean, he had no personality, sure. so it's just like sure. it's just like a, a short man dying. Yeah, also he was right. a vampire, so he's probably at least three thousand years old and old enough to, you, mm. know, you know, you know. Yeah, well, you that know. that you vampire know. girl still cries like she's you know actually eight. So who yeah, knows? well, Maybe they're they're only their age when it's convenient. Okay, yeah, yep. sure is. Um, but well, yeah, I was, so like, like, I, I, I was just watching going back to the, the kid. What I was watching True Blood a little bit, and we got to the horrible season, the one where there's Sorry. the vampire authority. Oh, and what, my, one of my them? fucking favorite bits is that they're no the, vampire like, where you see them. We have vampire Bible season. There's there's one kid who's supposed to be like 600 years old, and he's like again like he's a 600 year old vampire who runs the vampire authority. But like, oh my god, it's 2007, and child actors are not on the level, and this kid is struggling, <laughs> and it's it, that's just what it felt like with the son the whole fucking time, and and the daughter too, where it's like, goddamn man, they're supposed to be old enough that they're not an actual child, they're just physically a child, but you just you just can't imagine anybody being a good enough actor to pull that shit off, can you? Yeah, no, it I, must I suck. It must know. suck in the in the world of like anime dubbing and subbing where you're like oh uh this is the 3000 year old vampire lolly oh so she talks like a 3000 year old person no she talks like she's 9 you're like oh why why did you even bother telling me how old she was if she acts like a toddler oh you need yeah, to know but she, yep. she's been a toddler her whole life yeah no toddler is a toddler their whole lives yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's not how it works uh yeah, uh, you know, we really got to go hats off to um, <laughs> Frank Herbert for giving us the original all-intelligent uh, lolly that you can also fuck. So, like, thanks, Frank. Well, it's even worse. In the womb, she learned what fucking was. Yes, I, yeah, exactly. It's like, even because worse, Because that's, <laughs> that's the one where they're like, yeah, I mean, it's fine, right? Because, you know, she was like, you know, she actually is an adult, just stuck in a, in a tiny body. And you're like, no, that's kind of still... Look, I, and all credit either. to him, despite the fact that she knows and theoretically experienced sex tens of thousands of times yes, through her genetic yes. memory, nobody actually fucks her. Uh, she literally Aaliyah? fucks Duncan in book two. Oh, I forgot. Like about straight that. up and down, just like literally fucks him, which hey, is like even weirder because she's like pretty young. Wait, Duncan? Oh, right. New Duncan. I mean, I guess that game changed. Spo- I mean, I spoiler, friends. It, but... He was also two weeks old. 
Let's go. <laughs> He's all, he also well, wait, wait, wait. actually was he, less than a couple. No, that's new. Was Duncan. he two weeks? Was he two weeks old the first time, the second, or like the two thousandth time? Well, you know? again, he was. Uh, he is only a, like a couple months old, uh, but mm-hmm. he had his genetic memory of fucking awakened in the in the tube. So yeah, really, true. two underage people with knowledge of how to fuck from uh, at least one lifetime of fucking. Uh, fu- they go at it. <laughs> they go at it like two six months olds can. Yeah, the the fourteen year old girl that has the mind she's of a ten thousand lifetimes. She's not fourteen. Yeah, she's like 12? eight. She's oh. eight. I don't think she's eight, is she? No, because like the the next round of kids comes out within four years. You have to remember that like there's not more than a handful of years between children and regular Dune. Yeah, I don't know. And he has like, and he has he... two totally not three more kids. I can't believe I'm about to look this up. Uh, Leah, age what? What is it? Messiah, right? Yeah, Dune Messiah, the yeah, literal follow up. Like it hasn't even uh... been a year. Okay, hold on. She was apparently two at the time of the Imperial invasions of Arrakis at the end of uh, at the end of Doom. Two? And then Doom Messiah is set twelve years later, so she's fourteen. Twelve? Wow. Apparently. I didn't think it was twelve. Set Listen, 12 fucking Stilgar later. really keeps it going for twelve goddamn yeah, tell, years. Yeah, Stilgar's really holding it together. I mean, you know, if damn, you think bro. about it, they had to wage an spy. entire they had to like wage, you know, an empire's level of war. So like it had to be more than a couple of years. Are you telling you know? me that sixteen year old Paul is like 28 when he fucks the princess damn bro that's l take he was just holding he was fucking shawnee for 12 years and he only just realized what pregnancy was <laughs> damn bro uh, but uh yeah i i just i the well i don't love the image but i i guess i hate the image of this 14 year old girl who has the mind of 10,000 people fucking a guy that has basically amnesia 10, but he looks 000, like he's 40 man. Every single female in her genetic line since the dawn of humanity, she's got fucking Cro-Magnons in there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk about that part, though. What are you, uh, an octogenarian? <laughs> no, about like that times like a thousand. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably actually more than that. But... I could consult, you know, the world's first ape, but I don't think they have any input here. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like yeah get down come on <laughs> to be doing? honest i really only tap into the last like 10 or so generations most it's of the sort time. of like the avatar thing if i go too far back eventually it's just rava screaming and that's that's the bad canon it's not good it's not good yeah. Yeah, no turtles really bailing me out on. of this shit there's like people back there they feel they thought like butler just meant like a person that serves you and that, that was weird that was like, we clearly know that's not it i don't talk to them i don't associate with them and i certainly don't learn how to fuck from them. But I also can go far enough back to know that, like, the way that Paul lifts up that Hitler guy, not cool. We should definitely not cancel cool. him for that. Oh, That's some man. not good Imagine shit. Imagine that. You get your genetic memory. It's like, a oh, fucking Hitler's in here. Damn it. <laughs> Paul, well, actually, it's okay. I guess it there was like... at least a 40% chance. I st- still. <laughs> I hate like listening a... to him. Hitler's, uh, Hitler's fucking mother, though, right? He didn't have kids, no, I mean... so... I mean, the whole point is that uh, his fucking mom's descendant from Baron Harkonnen, the turbo fat Hitler. So, you know, what that else do you want? true. Can't get worse than that. I don't, th- I don't think people look back on Hitler like, eh, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, and the book Amateur. literally like, he did pretty okay. He killed like 10 million. <laughs> Amateur. Um, yeah, fucking Paul kills, what, 50 billion? Oh, yeah, it's insane. Hell <laughs> like, yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, get the numbers anyway. up. 
Uh, end of episode one, there's like a complete tonal shift. Everything's like hilarious and laughing. Apparently, Professor Moriarty popped in at one point. This is when it is revealed that the literal Phantom of the Opera is going to do a heist with... Is this person real? I assume he is, but like Lupin. the French... It's Lupin. Yeah, is yeah it, Lupin. Is he like a... Mm-hmm. I didn't know Lupin was like a real dude. Lupin, not the third. The first, I guess, but... Okay, well, anyway, he was... Yeah, the very Phantom popular of the opera. anime. Been making movies yep. for like 30 years. Yeah. Huh. Well, he gets blackmailed into working with Lupin. Um, I'm because... not a historical figure as far as I know, though. Lupin or Phantom? Lupin. <laughs> Both. Um, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, they're, they're going full on into, like, into, what do you call it, fan fan fiction here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're doing the, uh, well, not 10,000 Leagues, shit, what was the... Uh, oh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Literary we're definitely figures. doing that now. Because, like, the Phantom of the Opera Tom is just, Sawyer's like... Tom Sawyer's in the CIA. <laughs> I'll never uh, get over that. <laughs> but did they literally call it the CIA, too? They didn't even have the yeah, decency to call the OSS? That's yes. so funny. Didn't he's even exist back then. What the fuck? No, it didn't. Shut it's up. So good. It's after World War One, and Tom Sawyer's in the CI fucking A. Yeah, the, the deep state within the state within the state. Before the yeah. OSS came the CIA. And you're like, what? <laughs> Henry Ford's not even a, not not that Henry. Not not even a Henry twinkle Ford. in some anti-Semitic's eye. Whatever. Yet. Whatever the other Ford. The 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 president Ford. I was going to say Francis Gerald? Ford, but Gerald, yeah, that's Shit. his first yeah, name. All right. We got there. Francis, uh, no. Henry, he's te- all the famous Fords out there. He's technically, they call him in the wiki, the United States Secret Service, just oh. so you know. Fuck. All right. The Secret Service did exist by then. There you go. It did. There you go. They Bummer. weren't going on missions to No, no. They definitely weren't doing but... anything Tom Sawyer did, no. but... Uh, at least they especially not scamming people mail. out of your money, which is apparently all of his, all of his like prerequisites for being in the Secret Service were like bamboozling people. What the fuck does that have to do with it? He he was very bad at painting fences. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, anyway, episode five, they're gonna do a heist, and because Lupin is like a gentleman, uh, he's like, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to steal this eighty carat black diamond. Uh, which has the stupidest name. It's like the penultimate knight or something well, like that. Well, it's because it has to do with werewolves. What, what does it have to do oh, with Oh, yeah. Okay. That actually kind of works because... But then, then, you, then you capture the world's largest moonstone. No, but that, that, that just well, involves Clefable. That shit doesn't work. Clefairy. I, the first time I heard them talk about it, I thought they were going skiing. The, the, the double black diamond. Ah, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, we get a we get a, a nice little rendition of Sherlock Holmes. I fucking our main character. Um, also, I appreciated how Watson's just a fucking goon. Like, not that Watson's never like he's a goon always by comparison to you know Sherlock, but like the, he just immediately squares up. Yeah. Just like the first thing he's like, yeah. oh look, other humans square up. <laughs> like, Watson, somebody else Watson... existing. Better start punching. Uh, Sherlock yeah. will figure this out after I'm done. Ah! <laughs> I, I almost sort of appreciate I that do. interpretation. I, I didn't mind. I was okay Watson yeah. really is not like his his uh, credentials for being in the in the Sherlock <laughs> gang are that he was he was a British fucking soldier. Yes, yeah. he's just an imperialist. Like from yeah. frick from you for oppressing not a bunch of people in show India through the lens of like extraordinary gentlemen and realizing how excellent each character really is. And that I, think I think that at least somewhat appreciated from the Guy Ritchie version, which is that, like, yeah, he he's there to ask Sherlock what the fuck is going on and yeah, to be, yeah. like, a murderer. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. you have you have so like the bad way to do it, I sort of think, is in the show Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch, where um, Bilbo Baggins, Martin Freeman, is like he's yeah. an ex, he's, like he's an ex, but he doesn't he's not like yeah, I'm ex-military, but I'm just kind of a wimp too. And it's like, well, what's the point? He's, what is he's a fucking pussy, yeah. and they try to treat him like he's a cop. Yeah, and it's like and stop, it's like, like no, just... being a cop makes you a dumbass in like, the world of what Sherlock is, Holmes. What like, is the like cops the are the worst. You have the saying of brain and brawn, and that's why Sherlock and Watson work well together. You have yeah. Sherlock the brain, and then you have the guy that'll come in and go, well, I guess I got to physically solve this problem. <laughs> okay. I know it's like not particularly uh, uh, like and a And why it's awesome anything, that Moriarty but... was in the boxing club. And it's why it's super yeah. awesome. It's also super awesome why, well, not super awesome, but in the show, when Watson did not know that that wasn't Sherlock because he's not a detective. Also, he's just yes. a dude. He's like, yeah, I would have never figured that out, but I'll punch him if I get my hands on him. It just makes yeah. perfect sense. And then Mycroft walks in and is like, yeah, yeah I'm also intelligent <laughs> and you're stupid. So like, that's not my which brother. Is all, Mycroft which is all Mycroft is smart. Fuck you. It's all wrong. That's <laughs> yeah. all Mycroft ever does in any Sherlock Holmes thing I've ever seen. And they just, they mm -hmm. just, but they hammer it home even faster. Like, by the way, Mycroft's smart too. So he figured it out. Done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you know how it's a modern interpretation because they made cops look good. <laughs> no version of Sherlock Holmes ever had fucking cops looking like smart people yeah, I, yeah. Dude, are you yeah. fucking nuts uh but god dang anyway continue on ethan yeah yeah um so anyway scotland yard shows <coughs> up um and arrests everyone it's revealed that this is sherlock um i simply have which written by the down... way the cops look like idiots in this scene there you go jay Just yes they do <laughs> immediately um, but it's not wrong. all cops are idiots <laughs> Okay, oh, fair, right. Yeah, fair. It's just a few cops are idiots. It's the bad apples. Well, no, who's that? The who's, bad apples. Who's that main guy though? The um, the 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 main cop. Yeah, the guy that comes from Sherlock. The Detective Lestrade. 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 Yeah, there's Lestrade. Yeah, who's that he's other one? He's still kind of an idiot. But who's that other yeah, Lestrade one? Yeah, Lestrade is mostly an idiot. The, I don't um, know the, who the, the uh, Frank, I'll figure it out. Keep talking. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. I the 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 the, the line He's that I particularly googling enjoyed, cops and Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll get there. Um. <laughs> anyway, the the line that I really enjoy from episode five is after we meet the guy that owns this eighty carat diamond. Um. <laughs> And he's like talking to everyone, like you know, it's my job to own this diamond because I like murdering people that are not British. And you're like, okay, that's cool, I guess, guy. Yeah, me too. And you're not yeah, very British same. today. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, um, someone in the room, I don't remember who, makes a comment of like, well, this guy's not very threatening. Or no, hold on, it was the the monster hunters are like, well, we hunt monsters, so like, I don't think you want us here. Like, I don't know why you even called us. And the rich guy is like, this man is as threatening as a monster. And it's like, what a rich guy thing to say. Like, that line absolutely slaps. It's just this rich British guy being like, if he touches my diamond, then I will die. <laughs> um, also, we have, like, the most ludicrous um, intro to a scene that I, I can think of in anime where this guy's like, I bought this house years ago, and I remodeled everything except the basement. The basement was never touched. And you're like, oh, well, what, what? what is it, like, gross? Like, is it just, like, a dungeon or something? And then you get into the basement, and it's just, like, a panopticon, except for in reverse. Like, yeah. the entire thing is an open, like, cylinder. And then in the center, there's a safe within a safe. My and, like, he never questions why no, this thing exists. My He's man just like, it's called the Chamber of Additional Crimes. Yeah, he literally, he literally, like, is just like, I don't know, like, dwarves put it here, and I just kept it in place ever since. But not only that, 
My man, my man Fog literally has a museum as his house, including an entire train in his living room. And I can't think of something that's funnier than that. That's like, I've collected everything in my travels. That's just a train, sir. Yeah, I traveled on that train. <laughs> you so stole that. You just <laughs> kept the train that I traveled in? Like, what? what is this train and what is its this- significance? <laughs> This guy's character is so absolutely thorough. Like of all the characters that we have in this show, I'm like, no, I believe that this guy is who he says he is. Like, if if I get punked, then that's just bad character design because like I should have been told. Like this guy is so rich British imperialist that it it hurts. It's so amazing. It, um, what is it? You know what it reminds me of? The giant penny that's always in the bat cave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it reminds me of like, oh, I I always collect little souvenirs from my capers. Bat Go. bats, that's a giant penny. <laughs> yeah. Why what? did you steal that? <laughs> I didn't steal it. I didn't How, steal in it. In what version of reality did you get that? <laughs> like for free. <laughs> and you took I've it. I've never seen this before. You this took it. So you great. took the penny. It's like they gave me the key to the city and the penny. I don't think they gave you the penny, Bats. They didn't give you the penny, Batman. You took the penny. Joker stole it, and you just didn't give it back. <laughs> he said, you know what? I work before. hard. I work hard. I deserve it. They this put penny. the fucking penny in there all the goddamn time, too. Like a bunch of a bunch of people, when they're trying to parody the Batcave, they always put the fucking penny in there. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Because oh, it just uh, raises so many questions, and none of them make Batman look good. Man, I I really really need to watch the Harley Quinn show oh, because every time the I think Quinn of the show Joker, is amazing. I, because I just think of the like, where's my Social- goddamn Bruce? Uh, hybrid so- socialist car, Bruce. Jo- you don't even know about Socialist Joker. I I know of him, but Where like he I runs for it. mayor. Yeah, I love oh that God. shit. He runs for mayor on a socialist platform because his kids can't get into their uh, their their <laughs> dual enrollment pro- program where they learn Spanish. Oh my God! <laughs> There's not enough government funding, so he he starts robbing banks. As We're making taxes. a citizen's arrest, Mister Bruce. <laughs> it's good. That's probably for the best. Uh, yeah. All right. Maybe that's the next thing I watch before all this fucking garbage. Yeah, uh, baby. So also, it turns out that the anime enters again. Um, the diamond is fake, and it's contained in a silver box, and it's revealed that the dwarves of Germany, a thing that have never existed, but whatever, um, were all killed by werewolves, but they made a diamond that like limits their the werewolves' powers, and they put it in a silver box so that way the, the werewolves can't get at it or something. So like apparently Moriarty wants this diamond... And is upset that Lupin is trying to steal it, <laughs> but Lupin is going to try and steal it anyway, just because Lupin is a cool gentleman. Like, okay. Um, Lupin says hi to the Sherlock team. Without Sherlock, oh no, Sherlock eventually shows up. He like impersonates him, and that's where the Mycroft bit happens. Whatever. This is definitely a stupid episode. Um, the first half, at least, where like the main characters lose um, what's her face's head. Yeah, some would say they like grab a, the wrong bird cage. Baby on the car type thing. Some would say, you know, like. Oh shit! Is that a thing? <laughs> God damn it! That's really, really close to your fucking call shot, isn't it? It yeah, is really on. close. Come on, buddy. Oh, if that's man. not their version of it, I don't know what is. Oh no! It basically <laughs> he, is. There's even a car. He literally yeah. takes the wrong bird cage with a parrot in it, and she gets run over as a head in the street and gets tossed oh, around. Oh no! I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, I did. Fuck. 
don't that. know if they, I get my point where they just where I say they pretend the severed head is a parrot. <laughs> no, there just is a parrot. Oh uh, we'll, my we'll god! We'll talk about that one. But anyway. yeah, you probably both get it. <laughs> Fuck me. Um. Anyway, uh. Yeah. So this is like a really dumb thing to just get them to meet the bad guy, which is dumb. Um. And then the the like the heist starts, and immediately you have to address the fact that um, Sherlock is like stupider than our main characters. Um, so Sherlock like shoots bullets into the lock because Sherlock makes a comment that he's like, well, Lupin's a gentleman. He would never lie about something because that would be ungentlemanly. So he gave us a hint that he's going to pick a lock. So now if I put bullets in the lock, he can't pick the lock, which like that is a thing that like has logical sense to it. But like Sherlock has to be dumber than our main characters, which kind of defeats the point of Sherlock, but whatever. Um, so anyway, they like flood the the area with the safe in it. There's marbles. They the the main our main like our our bad guy not our bad guy. What's the main character's name that fights monsters? The Oni Slayer. Oh, Suguru. He like yeah. he has a legitimately like cool not cool cool but like a pretty good line where he's like I'm an Oni Slayer and then this this it felt natural I guess what I'm trying to say he's like yeah I'm an Oni Slayer and um, Lupin's like well, what the what is that. And he's like, well, that just means I'm better than you. And, like, it was, like, decent line delivery. And they have this fight where he loses, and the fight totally takes away all this fun because Lupin uses marbles to <laughs> surf on yeah, it's, uh... and fight with. I, I was like, what the what fuck? Is it we, we said yes. before that, like, this is so competently made that you can almost sort of say that, like, these jokes are kind of funny. Yeah. And then it's just, like, they don't get any better. So you just keep seeing... Very, very mid jokes. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's like someone saw Jujutsu Kaisen and was like, I want to have fight scenes that are kind of like that with like a main character that fights in like a goofy way, but then didn't know how to execute any other piece of this and then just sort of watched it invaded. Like yeah, pretty much. And and like that's and again, I I wouldn't be angry. No, no, I'm not going to defend it. I I was like very bored watching both of these. Um, I I was especially after last week, which like had a, a fun one to watch. Um, these were just like mid, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, like at the end of the day, both of them had their like weird little references to things that would piss you off. And in this one, it was if you had your like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen laughs, where you would yeah. just see random characters show up and they're just designed and acted and portrayed so fucking stupidly that's kind of funny but it's not because they're trying to be funny about it and it's not yeah and yeah it just doesn't ai they're trying to be smart and they're just dumb so i think that one works a little bit better because it's easier to make fun of now now i can say wabi sabi every time someone's even a little bit sad on screen (laughs) yeah i I, I know you wabi sabi hallelujah people will just be people will just be really sad or not sad at all and it's all wabi sabi if you think about it yeah, it's uh, it's that that gray. It's sort of uh, Dorian that show gray. Was like, what, trying to be what did you say the translation gray. was? Less is more. Le- was, I can't no, think of was, a worse fucking translation no. for that. Yeah, it was no, Wab- Wabi is less is more, and um, Wasabi oh, was attentive melancholy. <laughs> oh yeah, you, yeah, the one. In, yeah, I'm attentively melancholic because less is more. Hey, yo. Man, language is so easy. Yeah, you no, could just I mean, convert like, the. I, that, that's you know, what I'm saying. Them. That translation yeah. is bad. The the attentive melancholy part is not bad. Like, Maybe the, the a first thing bit. I have no idea what it like that. But means, it's de- but yeah, what it's going for on that one. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that one's not. That doesn't do it for me. But the attentive melancholy. Well, I think the less like, is that more is like applying works. to the time that you have with these objects, and that even though you have less time with them, if you 
if you spend time like honing in on them and enjoying <laughs> them, that it's actually worth more to you than if you were to just do the same thing, I don't know, over and over again. So I, I think Which you're right. Which is exactly what but, they do. But I, I do think you're right. I just think that, like with anything with translation, you have to not just do literal translation. Oh, yeah, yeah, it has yeah. to be like, and I think that the the context of less is more in the English language has like Charmin such a Ultra, very right. coined yeah. no, I like it, like <laughs> I, you kind of can't. You know, I get a little bit of wabi sabi like when I think about the fact that in some in, the, in not a sh- small amount of time, people are going to forget about the Charmin Ultra Care Bear, which is awful. And, you know, like they're just gonna, <laughs> God, they're going to forget wabi. about them. God, that's and that, God, I'm just wobbying today. I'm just gonna I'm feeling a little sobby. Get Jay and I shirts. One that says Wobby, one that says Sobby, and when we're together. Yeah, but but if you translate the bears onto a shirt, it just it doesn't it doesn't it's not the same thing. It's it's still dead. And that you know, just think about that. That like people are gonna forget the Charmin Ultra Bears and then how they get toilet paper stuck to their asses. Mm-hmm. They do. Not if we not if we act now. We can get the Charmin Ultra to be like plus ultra. Well, I mean, and we'll the voice actors in... probably won't take the gig. You know, it's not depression, but I, I'm just gonna be really defeatist <laughs> about this right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, I like, no, I just right. assume so that nothing could ever appease me and bring back the water. We're in the middle of something, Mike. <laughs> He's very sad. You should let him have this. <laughs> Do you have anything more to add, Ethan, to your anime? No, I'm right. done. I'm done. I mean, I'm well, just going to let it ruin my whole day well, at then, this point. All right, Ethan, <laughs> de- defend your anime then, and then Jay, and then we'll move to voting. You know what's funny is I thought that this was going to be what was moving on whenever like I started today. Yeah, and I don't want to defend I, it. That's what I thought you'd think that. I mean, I thought that this had like a fair amount of like funny to it. And I, I was so bored watching Gene of AI while I was watching it, but it was so much more fun to talk about Gene of AI. So I'm not defending uh, Undead Murder First. Okay. Jay, want to defend Gene of AI? Easy. Uh, it's pseudo-intellectual, which means that the more we learn about our good doctor, the more he's going to be a piece of shit. Definitely. I can't wait to find out what he needed his blood tested for, and it's probably that he's the world's first robot mm. or something. Right? Just just that kind of nonsensical off-the-wall shit. That really doesn't pertain to anything or mean anything or change anything. All right. Uh, the exact kind of twist we've all been clamoring for. Jay, what are you uh, What are you voting for, then? I'm voting for Gene of AI. Okay. Okay. No, I will not wager a point on that. <laughs> I am not a betting man. I don't have a disease that I need treated with digital enhancement. I'm pretty sure your middle name is KG or whatever it is. <laughs> Oh, also, I thought, uh, as another side joke, when the guy was, like, fucking around too much and he was having too much sex with other people and they were going to cure him, I thought they were going to do the Clockwork Orange thing where they just make his eyes stay open and they make him watch, like, not porn for, like, 20 days while he screams and they play Beethoven. Okay. All right. uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll put in my votes. You don't even need AI. I mean, that just works. Since I know, I think I know where Ethan's going, and I am voting for Undead Murder Farce. Um, I just oh whoa it, really yeah absolutely I still am I came into this telling Jay that's what I was voting for, and though I did kind of laugh at what we talked about it's just kind of the same and reading uh, you know just just knowing that we're just getting to the pinnacle of whatever this whatever this conundrum is going to be with this bank job excites me more than just you know more pseudo intellectual um, not that I'm saying that it isn't going to be good I think they're both bad good in their own ways ish um, but I would just rather watch. Uh, Undid Murder Farce Girl and hope that it turns turns nuts Bad. in the next six episodes. Whereas I know Gene of AI, they're just gonna they're gonna be pseudo intellectually wrong for the next six episodes. But I don't know that we're gonna get anything out there or crazy. So I'm gonna vote Undead Murder Farce. And then let you decide, Ethan. Where's this going? 
I mean, I'm giving it to Gina Bay. I, I really did think I was going to say Undead Murder Farce when we entered into this, but like, I don't know. There's just, I don't think there's enough content here to trust that it's going to get good. Like, <clears throat> by, by episode six, I really thought we were going to be on like our third mystery by now. The fact that we're only on our second, <laughs> we are, we're not we even done. Yeah, they're, like, they're a little slow, but that's why that's why I have faith that it'll go somewhere, hopefully. But I, it's I, fine. We already said it. We already said it, yeah. which is like, the reason you're sticking with it is not the mysteries, it's the characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I would like to... The other thing is that like I was so disappointed by sherlock and and uh, moriarty that like i don't have any more characters to be excited oh, about. i'm excited about all the other characters i'm like i thought like it was what? funny with moriarty but any other character yeah. give me that dude give me that dude in high heels that walks in with moriarty's crew give me that giant frankenstein guy <laughs> give me the phantom of the yeah, opera what is i he guess they do? will is it show be anything up. interesting like i i care about you're everybody. just betting everything on the hype yeah well yeah but i the hype that i've created not hype that has you know been made no, it's okay yeah, no, jw made up a, yeah. a you know a I fucking hustle around I pharmacies i kind of know what we're gonna world, get from so. gina ai and i think it'll be funny but i just think that it would have been uh, a more interesting final and also just more more fun to kind of see like what is the point of all of this and how many characters are going to introduce and what convoluted plot are they all going to connect with and i don't really care that sherlock's a moron because watson is is the thug he's always meant to be like all of those <laughs> things all of those things meant more to me than just you know i mean jay like breaking down gene of ai is hilarious and that's totally fine and worth moving on for that but the actual show itself is oh my god like i wanted to gouge my eyes out it was not interesting at all uh so that's true the the watch is bad but like i so rarely enjoy watching anime that i like you know what am i signing up for there you know yeah i guess yeah, um, yeah, yeah. i guess so you know maybe <clears throat> but also you guys went on like that... a 45 minute tangent about wabi sabi so the amount of time you actually spent talking about the actual show you know was i think a lot was less. still considerably more than undead murder for us uh, i yes. think so but that's because you also talked about dune <laughs> So I think the time <laughs> I forgot about the Dune. on Dune <laughs> and other media, which is fine. I think it's hilarious and I love it. It was just far more, but that's fine. Gina AI moves on. Uh, you know, I, I think the only thing I can do to get you excited about Gene of AI is that... Does it have Jack the Ripper last time. like I'm promised in this other show? It no. Okay. No, so I don't but I, I think the only thing I can offer is that I said this last time, it is like a bad technological version of Mushi... Uh, Mushi God damn it, Moo shishi yeah and um and i and i stand by that except for unlike mushishi it has a like an an arc that apparently is going to end with him like having an ulterior uh an ulterior past and or an ulterior identity that allows him to like hunt down copies of his mother and that has to happen yet like we haven't gotten any of that yeah, line, i guess but, but we, keep but getting we also don't at. know that we are gonna get it Oh, I, I think we're absolutely getting oh sure. It. Like no. if you're if you're banking on Frankenstein's monster, no, just no, no, no. What I'm like... saying is we don't know if we're going to get it this season. Oh, I mean, yeah, but you could say the same thing about Frankenstein's monster. You don't know if you're. Oh, gonna I get mean, to see I, I this it is it is culminating on probably the next few episodes. Like I I don't see how they literally brought in Moriarty's whole team and then Lupin's whole team and then the good guys' whole team and now there's an explosion mm -hmm. and a well leak. If I don't get point. those other characters, then yeah, they've absolutely failed. But what I can yeah. see is Gene of AI taking too long to get where it wants to go and not giving you what you think you're going to get because they think they're going to get a second season and then don't. So, yeah, fair. And also, that's, that's I mean, you're, you're, oh, yeah. you're putting up. It's going to be a clip show. Yeah, you're putting like, up Musishi against like a terrible animated version of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And I just don't think that 
That, well, yeah, Mushishi is not a good version of Mushishi. Yeah. It, like, it's <laughs> Ethan. He thinks he, he's just expecting at this point that he's going to fall for the pseudo intellectualism again. In Mushishi or in this? In this, in Gene oh. of AI. Yeah. I mean, if because, it hasn't like, gone no me now, I don't think it's going to get me. No one would compare. Well, it kind of did it with the Wabi Sabi shit, by the way. <laughs> no, but, I was just saying that one little area was good. <laughs> I, there was if the you one remember little thing that I thought was unironically good. Yes. And it didn't get me. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I defended I'm not that. crying. You're crying. I, I, had, I was like patting my fucking shit as usual when I'm around you three to avoid this problem. I All identified that the is episode that is bad on the whole. It wasn't done properly. pseudo intellectual. And, I mean, yeah, I did. And I defended League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Makes me the better person. Right, anyway, right. moving on we to understand. points. Yeah. Jay, what do you got, buddy? All right, we got to have a discussion. Mur- I'm dead murder forest. Pretends the severed head is a parrot. Now, nobody pretended the severed head was no, a parrot. They However, literally they had a full parrot. on mistook the severed head we, for we a gotta parrot. We got to give this to you. Like, I, th- it's just too fucking close. Like, I thought that the joke was going to be they pretended that the head was a parrot yeah, to no. fool other people. No, they, they were the ones who were fooled they, by a parrot. They, in fact, used the gag of making the clerk faint from seeing a head in the cage so they could get Yeah, so stuff. they did pretend that it was a severed head because, like, well, no, yeah, they didn't pretend. The they just showed that it was a head and that she could move. Yeah, he fa- passed out. But, like, out. he obviously thought it was going to not be a severed head. Oh, sure. There. Like, he probably would have thought it was a bird. You you get this point it happens twice in one episode basically it does happen twice that's, that's like, the real I, kicker even if it's not literally the joke like it's so fucking close like I... i'm down with it yeah it's fucking yeah great. take it uh, yes after that what did i have for gene of ai falling in love with a robot holy crap i feel like i should they, is there something greener than green <laughs> no <laughs> every Sorry, fucking buddy. episode is about falling in love with a goddamn blue. robot <laughs> It's, you got it's, robots fucking people, it's people love, fucking robots, love, robots fucking robots. It's love, sex, and robots, only the boring parts. <laughs> it's love, it's sex, and robots, part. none of the animation budget, <laughs> none of the creativity, none of the plots. It's just, just literally love, sex, and robots on the same I screen. wish more of them, I wish there was more death in this love, death, and death. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> that would have been better. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I, I always love when everybody mispronounces the name of that oh, show. Oh, yeah, like, I always do. Sexy death bots. Uh, <laughs> Sex love Loving robots. dead robots. Robots. Love, you always know what they mean. Robots you know, who have like, sex it's... but also love each other very much. I, I My favorite one was someone said just like sex, love, and death. Yeah. And I'm like, you didn't even yeah. have the robots Who cares? And you know what? Fair enough, because there's barely robots really. in half of those things. <laughs> Robots well, just like a cheat of AI, there's barely AI in half of these episodes. That yeah, is plus, that third true. season sucked ass. It did. It was a disappointment. It really. Was. I liked Eldritch Crab, but there's not a single robot. There was only oh, the there Eldritch was that Crab one. one was cool, and there was the one where the guy was deaf, right? And that was like the only one that was semi-interesting yeah, until the ending okay. when they were like, "Ah, just kidding, just uh, kidding." He's not deaf anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was great. Oh, <laughs> lube, debt, and robots. That's what our producer says. It's lube, lube, lube like deet, and robots. I'm, oh, oh, he deleted uh, it. That's oh, he terrible. straight back out of that one. <laughs> you can't take it back. <laughs> you can't take it back. Uh, anyway, uh, Ethan, what all right. Got? My winner's still in it because I have Gina AI is winning it, and I think it's going to be so hard to beat Spellblades, but I, I am technically oh, still in it. Man, frick! I um, Spellblades has to fall off a cliff for Gina AI to win for me. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Just, Spellblades really having does. way. Does anyone have really Spellblades as winner? No, because like, again, it was that? the was darkest of dark horses that no one even thought about. Yeah. Um, and then let's see here. Under Murder Farce, I have uses the head as a baby bump. That definitely hasn't happened. It might, but like you know, it hasn't I, happened yet. They're, they've never really tried to hide it. No, is the thing. Yeah, that's the problem. No. It's like so Probably they're not. hiding it is just putting the blanket over the cage. 
Like they I, don't, yeah, they I don't feel like they need to do anything else. But I mean, you can cross it off if I because I'm gonna watch the rest and see. Yeah, it's gonna, gone. We'll see. But, um, Gene of AI, I have the good guys will believe in separate but equal. Um, we're not there yet, but I think that it's still probably possible that like our doctor at the end is like, yeah. I mean, I think it would just be better if we were like separate. I mean, heck, the <laughs> I, guy, the guy in um, Undead Murder Farce gets closer to that than Gene of AI has. When he goes, you know, Ooh. monsters and humans can't can't coexist, oh, and that's coming yeah. from me, the monster. So, yeah, but yeah. he also wants to like. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. But I thought you meant the like nope. auditors. No, nope. no, I'm not auditors. talking about yeah, the insurance baby. agency we didn't even get to, yeah. which were great. So you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, guys, <laughs> morons, you picked the wrong one. The insurance agency. <laughs> I love that. It's so great. That was so stupid. Yes, exactly. God, it was so bad. Was so like it made dumb. sense on like one half of a level, and then it just didn't make sense <laughs> anymore. It's, it's eye rolling <laughs> bad. Where you're just like, oh my god. Why? Why? Like, because you sort of get it. You're like, well, they're an insurance agency, but then they describe them as anything but an insurance agency. And you're like, I, yeah. excuse me. There are seven <laughs> extremely powerful members. Yeah. Who doesn't that do fight anything monsters. insurance related? <laughs> the monster was it. hurricanes. I mean, I I, that's just that's just another one of those Japanese cultural markers where they don't know what insurance is. <laughs> just love it, man. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna miss that. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, my called shot. Undead Murderfars. Baby on car gag. Absolutely, they did their own version of it, yeah. and it was yeah, pretty much super funny. Especially <laughs> given that there was a car right at the end. Too. Yeah, yeah, well, they were riding I, away with her in a car after they left her yeah, on a they bench. Were. Yeah, it was she went on an adventure separate from then. Yeah, literally, baby on board. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's yeah, all I, she I needed to fine. do was slide her head down a girder. <laughs> I mean, while, she like, got, she got run over by a car. It's good enough. It's, it's, <laughs> I it's by a car version of it. I think most critically too, this just ensures that Mike will win again, and like we're back to form where Mike just always wins. <laughs> well, you know, like, got to got to step it up. Uh, I'm at three and a half points right now. Uh, Gene of AI. There's an Uncle Ruckus character. I'm waiting. They could do it. They could do anything in this show. We'll see. I mean, it's not about yeah, love. I think you got it. So we'll we'll find out. Um, the producer, his points. Uh, Undead Murder Farce. They throw her head underhand like a rugby ball. Nope, still haven't done that. But I'll watch it for you, buddy. It might. I'll watch it for you. Uh, and then Gene of AI, you already wronged the, the intro sequence to create it using AI software. No, no, it was very boring. All right, well. Guys, it's the final next week. We're watching the last six episodes of Gene of AI versus Spellblades, the reign of the seven Spellblades. Spellblades is going to be so fucking winning. Spellblades is so good. Spellblades is the one fucking bright light in my life. Uh, I mean, I've I've got two because I count. Well, ever since you found that Wabi Sabi shit, you've just been so different. (laughs) I've been so down. I've been so down. to pick me up. (laughs) But you know what? What really makes me sad at the end of the day is eventually my experience of watching... Spellblades will end for the first Your time. Your melancholy, and no matter really how attentive. many times, no matter how many times I watch it, it'll never be the first time. Yeah, it's true. I don't have depression. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, I hope you tune in next week when we watch the last six episodes of Gene of AI versus Rain of the Seven Spellblades. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You and that itchy trigger finger. You gotta go, brother. You gotta go. Inkeeper! Remember?